It's the big one, everybody. It's M-Class Podcast. Into darkness. Uh, <laughs> what's up, Jeff? It's, well, the next six hours of our lives are going to be an educational experience that you, the listener, is going to have to endure. Yeah, it's going to be a rough one. Because we had some... to watch this fucking movie. Yeah. And we, I watched it. I think we finished it at the same time today because I texted you and I said, I finished it. <laughs> <laughs> I finished my ordeal. I did the movie. Can I go to bed now? Oh, uh, I'm Jeff. I'm uh, Josh. It, he had to think for a second. This movie's <laughs> fucked us up. It fucked me up, man. It's like Vietnam. It fucked me up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you haven't watched Into Darkness yet and you're just listening to this podcast to be listening to it... Good. Don't watch the movie. Just listen to the podcast. We're going to go through the storyline beat for beat for you. Oh, boy. This is the only time in us doing this that I felt like all our way of doing the show has like is, is bad. Yeah. Because like, this movie has no fucking plot. <laughs> it's like, it's got token plot. It's there just because it has to be, right? To fill the quota. Yeah. You have I, to have the plot or else they won't green like the movie. I mean, the plot, like, the action doesn't serve the plot, I guess, is, like, the simplest way to boil it down for this. But honestly, the plot to me is confusing. Like, and I'm not an idiot, and I watched a million movies in my life. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves, Joe. <laughs> I didn't want to. I didn't want to get too. Yeah, I didn't want to get too ahead here. But um, so let's talk about some specifics about this film. Yeah, let's. Yeah, <laughs> uh, this film is directed by visionary director J.J. Abrams. Yeah. Who, if yeah. you listen to our last podcast, you probably know that neither of us like very much. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you could probably say we both hate him. He pretty much ruined Star Trek, so that's cool. Yeah, and you think that maybe, you know, Star Trek would get better after he was done with it, and it did, to me, it did a little bit, <laughs> but now it's going right back down that same fucking hole in series form. We'll, we'll get to that later. Well, why, why is that happening, Jeff? Uh, Who are the writers of this movie? The writers of this movie are uh, Roberto Orsi, Alex uh, Kurtzman, and Damon Lindelof. Oh, Alex Kurtzman, huh? Well, that sounds familiar. Uh, Alex Kurtzman and Ro- Roberto Orsi were um, the the like world famous writing duo. This is the holy trinity of writing shit, right? Yeah, here. Um, they're responsible for the uh, Transformers films. Yes, Spider Man Two. Um, Van Helsing. Is it Amazing Spider-Man 2 or Spider-Man 2? Spider-Man 2, the second one with uh, Tobey Maguire. But that was the good one. Was it the good one? No, yeah. it's the Amazing Spider-Man. You're right. Okay, it's the that ama- was Amazing the Spider-Man one. 2. You're right, you're right. Sorry about that. That's the one where a guy uses dubstep as a weapon. Yeah. Like six years after dubstep was really popular. <laughs> That's at the end of the movie, isn't it? It's throughout the whole movie. Oh, is it? I don't remember. He's like, Dude. he's dubstep man. He's not electro. I, I want. Oh, that's. I did see that one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember. They all blend together at a certain point. Yeah. Um, these and writers are not good writers. Damon Lindelof, who is uh, responsible for the really great parts of Prometheus. What parts were those? <laughs> the parts where the alien guy is the Jesus. 
Oh my god. <laughs> but, but dude, uh you and I know that because like he's obsessed with Jesus and Christ the Christ story. He like fucking loves that shit. He does fucking left behind all that shit. That oh, fucking does HBO he? shit. Yeah, he does like that shit. Like the fucking Nicolas Cage movie? No, 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 no. The one on the one on HBO, whatever the fuck that's called. Is that a series? Yeah, I don't know. I I haven't I'm old, Josh. You really got <laughs> He's not going to click on his name, and I don't want to do it. I don't know what the television is any longer. Uh, it's called fucking... Uh, the Leftovers. The Leftovers. Okay. It's about uh, the, the... What do you call it? The Rapture. The, the Rapture. Yeah. Jesus. Old JC himself. Yeah. This movie came out on May 16th, 2013. Mm. It feels like uh, much more recent to me. It just, yeah. Because it burns still. I saw this in the movie theater. Why don't you tell us about your experience in the well, movie I, theater? I go to movies by myself, typically, because I don't want to listen to people's bullshit. Um, so I, I, I go to movies at, like, 11 o'clock in the morning, because nobody's in them, and I wow, love that. Wow, you're a fucking weirdo, aren't you? I am, man. I don't want to fucking... <laughs> I don't want to deal with fucking people. Like, I fucking hate them. <laughs> I, I God, I completely understand. Trust I me. Mean, I hate, like, when people touch my seat. I hate when people talk. I hate... I just hate fucking people in movie theaters. They're idiots. You're getting the perfect experience in a movie theater if you're in there by yourself. That's yeah, the only way to get a good experience yeah. there. I saw Kill Bill 2 with, like, me. It was me and, like, two other dudes. And it was awesome. And, like... This movie, I think there's some people there. I don't remember. I just, I remember just, like, shaking my head, and the person in behind me must have been like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Like, but yeah. I was saw watching it. the same movie as you? <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. I just assumed people were like, oh, this is good. <laughs> Explosions. Oh, this is a good movie. It's, it's exciting. I love Kirk. He's relatable. He's fucking those kitty cat girls. Oh, I forgot about that part. <laughs> and I saw the movie today. <laughs> yeah, well, it's going to be a lot of that. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Um, this movie came out in 2013, which uh, scholars will note was 12 years after the September 11th attacks, but is very heavily influenced by uh, the whole war on terror that when resulted. I was, yeah, when I was watching... It today it got to that point where it's clearly about the 9-11 yeah <laughs> and i was i just cr i cringed i was like Ugh. i was like ah, i don't i don't like this like it's not it's not done is, well no it's not done well and it's also like if you're trying to make a poignant message you shouldn't wait 12 years to do it yeah and also like you can't make a poignant message in a movie like this? <laughs> like, no, you can't have, like, the explosions be cool and fun, and then suddenly yeah, they're not anymore? They're not fun, and then you're really like, oh, wow, that's really bad. Like, I was yeah. watching it, and I was like, oh, wow, that's really bad. That's what I thought. There's, and a, the, there's a point in this movie where I thought that for sure, oh, yeah, it's really bad, but it wasn't the 9-11 <laughs> reference. It was worse. <laughs> it was worse than 9-11. <laughs> I don't want to say that about this movie, but uh, I did imply it. So, <laughs> hey, I, hey, you know, uh, I'm not so, saying you're wrong. <laughs> so this movie takes place, I don't know, like time period after the first movie. It I, doesn't really say exactly. I think they give a date. It's twenty. 
2259.7. Yeah, 2259.7. Seventh day of 2259, I guess. Is 0.7 like almost three quarters of the way through the year? Is that how that works? There's 0.7 a day. I have no idea how. I don't even know how star dates work in the original series. They don't. They're not real. They're not. Yeah. And in this, it's just the year point something. Yeah, because I don't know. Sure, why not? Who fucking cares? I feel like George Kirk died. (laughs) I feel like a lot of people during the making of these films just said, "Who who the fuck would care about that? Just make it whatever." Yeah, that's a problem when you do that too much, though. Yeah, when you do it a ton, when you just make your whole movie like that, it's not good. Yeah. So the movie opens up on the planet Nibiru. Where uh, Kirk has stolen some sort of religious symbol from the people who live on the planet. Yeah. It's and like it's not scroll. really explained why. Um, he says, they were praying to it. I don't know. I don't know. Unrelatable. I don't know. Fucking. He's right out the gate. They're like different layers of breaking the Prime Directive. Even Spock's like, you broke the Prime Directive. I'm like, this whole fucking mission is breaking the Prime Directive. Yeah, I don't know. Like, we'll get... I mean, we I, like what we were saying before the we started recording, we could do a whole podcast just on this scene, I think. There's so much wrong with the scene if it's supposed yeah. to be Star Trek. It's like a silly funny here's a here's a problem with this movie uh there's a little something in writing and in like movie making and so it's called tone tone it's uh, yeah it's, it's an important Im- it is an important part of any creation a theme in a, in a movie is like a theme in a term paper it's the main thing you want to hit <laughs> and this movie's tone is all over the place it is it when i was um, I wrote I wrote it down in my notes here. It's like someone not knowing how to drive stick. That's what this movie is like. Like it's all over the fucking. Oh, they're grinding the gears. Yeah, it's it's bad. And the tone of this opening scene is like farcical, right? It's a big silly adventure. Yeah. And then nine eleven happens. <laughs> For the first nine eleven happens. There's two nine elevens in this film. The first nine eleven. I wrote that down. I wrote ridiculous. Opening followed by super serious sick girl. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking. The opening is re fucking ridiculous. Like, I'm, I'm just nitpicking. I'm the Star Trek nerd nitpicking. I guess That's because what this it's is, just though. a movie. It's yeah. just they do this shit for like plot contrivance. You know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, turn it off then if you don't like it, right, motherfucker. Right, right. <laughs> but why are they underwater? What mm-hmm. purpose does that serve? Like. Wouldn't being, you have a being in space be yeah. good? You have a spaceship, and they these people don't have telescopes. They can't see you. So why the fuck are you underwater? How did they not see you land under the water? Yeah, how did they not see you land? They bitch at Kirk because he wants them to like go from underwater to overwater to save Spock. How are they going to get off the planet anyway? Yeah, like are they gonna wait till nighttime? And they, like, what's the how? Like, I don't understand any of this. Like, I don't understand like. The problem here is uh, uh, they wrote themselves into a corner, like, in the first five fucking minutes of this movie. Like, what are you doing? You have a spaceship. If you've gotten five (laughs) minutes into the movie and you already have to completely ignore everything someone has said about the situation before this, start over. Just throw it out and start over. New, New opening. 
figure it out, man. Uh, but instead, Spock uses uh, Spock wears a copper environmental suit to protect him from the heat, even though copper is a super heating conductor. <laughs> yeah, they make pipes out of it. And uh, then he goes to detonate a cold fusion the device. Cold, the cold fusion device. It which has is... the word cold in it, so <laughs> obviously just freezes everything like Mr. Freeze's ray gun. Yeah, it's, uh, yep. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And we get, we get the first poignant moment in the movie. Spock is going to sacrifice himself to save the paint peeling off the wall people of the planet Nibiru. <laughs> the uh, the old painting people. Yeah. The fucking... <laughs> he's, gonna sa- he's gonna sacrifice himself to save them from a natural disaster that um, was probably meant to wipe them out to begin why, with. Why, why couldn't they just drop the bomb into the volcano? Somebody had to turn it on. They could just turn it on and drop it. You don't have timers in the 20s? There is a timer is the thing, though. There's he turns it on and <laughs> then he waits. Timer. I love it. I fucking love it, man. This is why, so stupid. Why didn't you just beam it down? Why yeah, didn't you beam the thing it. down? Just drop it. If, it, drop if you it. dropped it and it would have caused a problem or something, right? Like, it would have broke if you drop it. Beam it in. Yeah, I don't know. Fucking, I don't know, man. <laughs> Lower it with that thingy, that grappling hook or whatever. Like, fucking- here's, another, here's another point I'd like to point out. Back on Earth in Star Trek 2009, there were robot policemen. Yeah, send a robot. Robots exist. Send a robot. There's one on the bridge later. Is is he a robot? Is my question. He He makes a robo voice. He's in Star Trek Online. His name is like Starfleet Officer Zero Seven Three Two or something like that. He's he's a little early for data, isn't it? He's a he's a proto data, but like that doesn't make any fucking sense. Whatever. So. That's neither here nor there. It's all dumb shit. Everything yeah. about this is stupid. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, it's supposed to be this noble sacrifice or whatever, but there's so much plot contrivance to lead to the situation. Yeah. That yeah. makes no sense whatsoever. You're all you're on a ride already that makes zero sense. It's not fun to enter into a film feeling this way like i when i saw it in the the first time i saw it you asked me how many times i saw it i've seen this movie three times why i saw it once in the movie theater i saw it again um somewhere i maybe i just wanted to torture myself i don't know and then i saw it today so there's a scene immediately fall like before this where um kirk and bones jump in jump off a cliff and then, yeah. it, it, like, before that, we learn, uh, we get the first hint that they're underwater for no reason, because they show uh, Uhura in a wetsuit for, like, a second for no reason. Sure. Uh, Why th- is she wearing one? Who knows? This sort of fan service will, will return to the movie. Oh, a oh it will. It'll, it'll come hard. <laughs> but they jump in the Wawa, and they swim down, and we get this grand reveal of the Enterprise fucking sitting at the bottom of the ocean, like it's- a piece of coral reef it's it's very reminiscent of episode one that's what it reminds when they which, go into the lake which is a, a amazing film yeah <laughs> <laughs> i i i don't the the, the ship being underwater man i don't know i, I don't, don't know. get that either uh it has to come out of the water later maybe is the thing i i fucking they, don't know they come out of the water and it's a really cool i'm making air quotes you can't see because there's no video in this mm-hmm. podcast Mm-hmm. Cool reveal 
of the Enterprise coming up out of the water, and it plays that theme. Yeah. The Star Trek 2009 theme. Wait, it's Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a little... It's a little Free Willy, too, actually. <laughs> free Willy? Yeah, you oh, know man. It. I love that movie. <laughs> Let's just talk about that. that. <laughs> Let's talk about Free Willy for a while. Um... They, I don't know, they blow... <laughs> I shouldn't be saying that on our podcast. I don't know. Yeah, I know, whatever. This, this is where we're at right now, man. We gotta um, embrace the suffering. <laughs> the Enterprise comes up out of the water, and uh, the Nibiru people see it. Right. And uh, they save Spock, and Spock's like, you broke the Prime Directive. You're, yeah. you're a fucking bitch. And Kirk's like, no, you're a bitch. I saved your life. Right. And uh, Kirk gives this great line, right? This great <laughs> line where he says, uh, so what? Nothing will go wrong from this. Yeah. And then he looks at the camera and shrugs. Yeah. <laughs> the little trumpet plays. The little <laughs> trombone. <laughs> and then a, a foghorn goes... <laughs> And then they hit the gong and pull him <laughs> off stage with the hook. The hook comes out of uh, screen left and tugs at him. And he's like, get out of here, get out of here. Uh, and, of course, the Nibiru people now worship the Enterprise as a god. They're drawing the Enterprise. Uh, and, you know, maybe this is a reason why the Prime Directive exists. It's a reason why the Prime Directive exists. It's also a reason why spaceships don't land underwater on primitive planets, you fucking idiots. This is like... What pisses me off about this is, like, now it's Kirk's fault. But it's like, who the fuck told him to, that, it, like, th- th- what part of the mission was, like, land the ship underwater? I'm almost certain that that wasn't part of the mission, and everyone on board the Enterprise is just an idiot. You know how, like, when you work in an office, and, like, you have to have this project done by the end yeah. of the week, yeah. and you have to put people in teams to get shit done, you always make one team full of the dumb fuckers in the office who aren't going to get anything done worth yeah, the shit. Yeah. Yeah. And you send them to, like, get donuts or something. Yeah, that's what I wanted that's the, to be. <laughs> that's the Enterprise. The Enterprise is the, <laughs> the dumb fuckers. The flagship of donuts. the fleet is the dumb kids. <laughs> well, they tell them that. They tell them it's the flagship. <laughs> just, but we're the flagship. <laughs> yeah, you definitely doing the you flagship. Did, you did a good job, Enterprise. We get a completely and totally superfluous scene of Kirk fucking two cats. <laughs> Well, it doesn't... It jumps to another thing. Yeah, well, before that, we learn about um, Mickey from Doctor Who is in this movie. Mickey? Who's Mickey? He was Rose's boyfriend. Oh, wow! Yeah. That is him! It is him. He's a little heavier, but it's him. Oh, man! Uh, Mickey is in the movie, and his daughter has turbo cancer. <laughs> and nobody has any cure for it in the future. So, yeah. um, turbo he, cancer. He's like, get you. he's like ridiculously sad about it, which is great after that silly scene that just happened. Yeah, there's like even like sad piano playing, I think, while they're yeah. driving their space car to, to the hospital. And then, um, it's really emotional fucking scene. People like tears in their eyes, crying. Mm. And then, uh, Sherlock comes out and says that he can save Mickey's <laughs> daughter. Yeah. And then it cuts away. That's right. That's Kirk, Kirk fucks two cats. <laughs> He's like, I'm Sherlock. That's how he talks. <laughs> That's him. You got it. It's not me. I'm not Khan. Don't don't think it, it's me. It's not. I'm not him. 
This movie sucks. Anyway, <laughs> um, he gets to call on his communicator, and it, tur- he's, it turns out like he's fucking two cat ladies because mm-hmm. he's such a pimp. And, and all the twins, guys in the audience, get it. All the guy in the all the guys in the audience go, "Ooh, I wish I was that guy." Ooh. Oh, Kirk is so cool. He fucked two cats. I want to fuck two cats. <laughs> I should start fucking some cats. <laughs> Uh, we learn about the five-year mission. Kirk wants to go on it. Yeah. It's his idea, sure. Uh, (laughs) but Spock's like, no, we're not doing that. And I know why. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta fuck somebody every seven years. (laughs) (laughs) No holodecks yet. Can't be fucking holograms. He just sings that randomly every now and then. Yeah, it turns into a musical, like a like a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Bum 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 bum. When you have to fuck every seven years, it's hard to go into space. Bum 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 bum. What do you get when you don't fuck a guy? That's because he's he wants he fucks a guy in real life. Oh yeah. Okay, now your joke makes sense. Yeah. See, you just had to think about it. Uh, Kirk meets Pike again. Uh, Pike is no longer in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's fairly he's soon he's gonna be fucking dead, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. He got, he, he bailed out on this franchise, I think. He got out. That guy's great. What's his name? Uh, Bruce Green something? Greenwood? Maybe. I have no idea. I don't know anyone Bruce that made Greenwood this movie. is his name. He's a good actor. He plays Kennedy in that Kennedy movie, 13 Days. Oh, Yeah. It's a good movie. I recommend that movie. Watch right. that movie instead of this one. Yeah, don't watch this one. Watch that one. I've never seen it, but it's got to be better than this. <laughs> uh, Pike, like, rips into Kirk's asshole, right? And Kirk yeah. is such a fucking child about it. Yeah, I wrote down in my notes, I wrote down, Loud noises, Kirk needlessly argues with his superior <laughs> officer. Yeah, Kirk is pissed because Spock stabbed him in the back by filing a report that has the truth in it. Right. Which uh, is something that Kirk would do, right? He would just be blatantly he would just lie and he would li- just lie blatantly. Yeah, and uh, he would get mad at an admiral because that's how Starfleet works. Nothing, <laughs> nothing says stabbing in the back like doing your job. Yeah, he didn't want to get I don't know fucking court martialed. Remember, everybody, snitches get stitches. That's right. Where I come from, he's like, where I come from, when someone saves you, it's like, where do you come from, Compton? Like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> what are you talking about? You're from you're, Iowa. You're fucking Iowa, dude. There's nothing there. Where you're from, you have to travel six hours to go to the fucking Kroger's. <laughs> Kroger's. <laughs> Shit. Also, I wrote down Hugo Boss Nazi outfits. Oh, everywhere, dude. Somebody and, was like, like let's make alpha- him look like 1942 Germany. It's a beautiful look. It's too bad it's tainted in mm. some way, right? Maybe we shouldn't do that. I don't know. The Mickey is wearing his uniform, and he doesn't have the normal Nazi hat. He has what I can only describe as literally the hat. From Star Wars. From Star Wars. Yeah. He's wearing a Star Wars Imperial that officer fucking hat. fucking Grand Moff Tarkin wears. It's yeah. the same hat. It's the one, It's the hat that they, the guy wears uh, on Endor, the moon. Like, did they just take it from the neighboring lot? Did they just go over there and be like, hey, we need a I hat for our movie? I long suspected that this was like a, a demo reel for him, for J.J. Abrams, to do Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it, you're, you're this, right. This feels like that. I saw that too, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, 
What the fuck? Jesus. And then, like, not only does Kirk badmouth Pike right to his face. Yeah. And, but my favorite moment is when Pike is like, they took the ship away from you, and Kirk is all of a sudden super apologetic. Yeah, he's a child. He's like he's a like baby. He's like a tiny child. Like, no, I want my toy back. Yeah, why am I getting my thing? I'm an only child. Give me my thing. Give me my fucking thing. He's not an only child. His brother just never matters. Ever. <laughs> yeah, I know he's not, but in this movie he is, because George Kirk died. Yeah. George Kirk Jr. is in the original series. This is a tangent. That's fine. Everybody tune out. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk he, about the original series later. I have jo- some George Kirk Jr. is in the original series, and he's just a corpse, but <laughs> Shatner plays him with a mustache. <laughs> Which is great. <laughs> I love that shit. I love that shit. Uh, anyway, they take the ship away from him, and Pike is like, uh, "You, you're not ready for the captain's chair. They're sending you back to the academy." Yeah. To take which, remedial detention, <laughs> which definitely actually happens, and Kirk doesn't get his way like he always does. Yeah, like Kirk isn't like the fucking golden child of Starfleet, right? Like, Dude, but he was- earns it. He like earns it through like. He, like, invents modern Starfleet. Like, like, Kirk in the original series? Yeah, like... like yeah. Yeah, he's, like... And he, like... Without Kirk, Starfleet is a completely different thing. Yeah, well, Kirk is the golden child because he worked his way up to captain. Like, exactly. he was a gunner on a ship before he right. became first officer on another ship. Right. And before that, he worked his ass off in the academy. There's that line where they mm-hmm. say that he was, like, a, a pile of books with legs. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's like, a... Like, it's, like the military or NASA or any, anything like that like he doesn't just get handed the fucking Enterprise which is exactly what happens in 2009 and this movie and again and again in this movie <laughs> uh, it flashes over to back to London town London town where, where the old Beatles are from yes they're from Liverpool but they're okay Liverpudlian <laughs> that's in London right I don't know England <laughs> near France, right? Uh, <laughs> Not far enough away, am I right, England? Oh. You guys still hate each other, right? <laughs> if you don't before, you do now. Con, <laughs> uh, I mean, wait, no, John Harrison? <laughs> sorry, sorry, yeah, John John Harrison, not yeah. Con. John Harrison uh, puts a vial of his own blood into a package with a ring. Sure, it's like a cigar, like, like portable humidor thing that people it's, carry. It's like a portable blood vial and ring holder is what it looks like because everything fits into it perfectly. You're supposed to at this point say, oh man, what is that? What is that ring? And yeah, then five yeah. seconds later you find out. As but is the J.J. Abrams way. Of, of course. Uh, Mickey puts it into his daughter's bloodstream and yeah. she is immediately fine. Super turbo cancer gone. <laughs> turbo cancer cured. And uh, instead of being like, all right, I'm Mickey from Doctor Who. My daughter's fine. I'm going to go to the fucking police and tell them that a man told me to blow up the uh, right. archive. Instead, he goes and blows up the thing. He just goes and does it. Thing. Like, Which what is was stupid as fuck. What? Why? You, well, your daughter's a, fine already. Khan's a genius. Like, what? Did he, like, not, like... He was like, if you don't do this, I'm going to kill your daughter, but my daughter's going to die anyway. This is what happens <laughs> This is what happens when you make a character a genius, but your writers are the exact opposite of a genius. <laughs> this is what happens. Damn, that's true. That is too true. <laughs> it's too real. 
but he takes the ring out and he puts it in the water and water makes the ring exploderate and destroy the whole building. We also yeah, we also got to see a like a real quick like laboratory montage, right? Yeah, him driving his little car. Like he gets to like he like see how smart he is cuz he's in a laboratory. Yeah, he presses two buttons and a screen lights up so he's a fucking nerd. <laughs> Like, all the audience is like, oh, I don't like this guy. I want to give him a fucking swirly and stick him in a locker. <laughs> Nikki from Doctor Who. <laughs> I recognize the shit heel. <laughs> he comes back later and does stuff. They give him his own plot line at some point. <laughs> Not in this movie. I don't know. He, he gets blown up. <laughs> He's dead as fuck now. But that he sends ring a blows up an entire building. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a turbo bomb. It's a super bomb. It's a cold fusion hyper... <laughs> Bomb. Well, it makes fire, so it's obviously not a cold Oh, it's a hot fusion. It's a hot fusion. It's hot, fusion. <laughs> hot fusion. Uh, he sends a message to Admiral Marcus, whose email address he just has. Admiral, Admiral Marcus, Marcus at <laughs> Star Trek CBS.net. And uh, it cuts to Kirk drinking again, because he's our relatable hero. Yep, he likes to drink the alcohols. And he's also going to fuck a lady, but then Pike sits down. He's he's like, oh, I was going to put my dick in that lady. C-blocked, bitch. Oh. She called you Admiral C-block. And Pike's like, hey, you're going to be my first officer on the Enterprise. Which is great. I'm getting rid of Spock. He's like, Spock's out. The guy who did his job is out. Fuck him. Yeah, he got reassigned to He's the going, USS Bradbury, and you get Bozeman. to take his place. So your demotion isn't from captain to cadet again, which is what you deserve, because right. you never went through any of the other ranks. Because you didn't do anything. But you're captain to commander, another rank you didn't do anything to deserve. <laughs> yeah, man. They're just giving this shit out like candy. As long as one of the admirals says something nice about you, you can have whatever rank you yeah, want. You just take up, t- put those pips on, or whatever they use in this time period. Sleeve cuff. The, sle- the sleeve links, yeah. The braids, yeah. normally, but I don't yeah. know what the fuck they are in this. They're yeah, just, in the original series, they're like gold, right? They're like yeah, they're gold, gold braids. Yeah. In this one, they're <laughs> just silver cuffs. Yeah. I mean, visually, they're a lot less... Uh, cluttered looking or whatever but I don't really yeah like it's hard to uniforms. tell what the ranks are in TOS like you don't really it's I easy do. you know yeah you know them <laughs> I think you can do it in, in Star Trek Online I just never learned them in, in the original series uh, here's the lesson for everybody that's trying to get into Star Trek right and you want to know the ranks mm-hmm. uh, they give the wrong ranks to people all the time in the original series <laughs> um, Spock yep. has the commander's ranks for a really long time, even though he's a lieutenant commander for most mm-hmm. of the show. Uh, but Captain... I'm not going through all this. Fucking go to www.memory-alpha.wikia.com <laughs> and uh, look I like this up. stuff. This is I'm into this shit, honestly. It's... Uh, I, I, love, I love it, though. I really do. Um, <laughs> we should I, take a break. We should take a we should and take a break. We'll come back to more nightmare. <laughs> we'll come back to this living fucking nightmare that we're trapped in right now. We're at one percent through the movie. We'll we'll be back. Oh my god. There's a moment in time, maybe once in your life, when you feel that you're ready to fly. I'm 
That time is now with the power of fuel-injected multi-valve engines, the security of anti-lock braking systems, the agility of four-wheel independent suspensions. This is advanced Pontiac technology for the 90s. And from now till January 7th, special factory incentives make all this Pontiac technology even more affordable. On the Pontiac Express, we and we're back. Buy that product. Buy the McDonald's. <laughs> Actually, if it has anything to do with this movie, don't. Don't buy it. I've been trying to not put commercials in that have to do with this. They're too new. They're not fun. Yeah, they're not. Nobody the old ones where Scotty's that. like, eat some chicken wings. Those are hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to listen to this podcast one day. <laughs> uh, nah. <laughs> it's not worth it. They go to... <laughs> Uh, Starfleet, the the Starfleet archives are blown up. So Starfleet, Starfleet decides, archives, quote unquote. Yeah, uh, Starfleet decides to bring all the admirals and like the flagship yeah. people into a room together. All the higher high ups are going into one room above um, ground because in a building. <laughs> they're fucking complete morons in every way, shape, and form. What's so funny about the the making him not con and making him John Harrison, this like uh, co- covert operative that they have in Starfleet, is that he absolutely would know what they were going to do about what he did. Yeah. And they would know that he would know, but they still do this shit. And, like, Kirk figures it out before anybody else, and Kirk's a fucking moron. Yeah. Like, he's completely brain-dead throughout most of the series. He's, like, half-drunk still from going to that bar 20 yeah. minutes ago. Fucking... Speaking of which, I'm gonna drink some more of this. <laughs> <laughs> another shot. Here we go. After every break, I need another. Yeah, Daddy needs his alcohol. Daddy needs his juice. He needs his adult juice. <laughs> Give me my, my juice. Uh, Admiral Marcus is like, hey, Kirk, what's your fucking problem? <laughs> and Kirk's like, uh, why Why would Harrison target an archive? He's trying to get us all in a room together. And yeah. Admiral Marcus is like, nah. <laughs> no. Why would really? he? That's silly. And he then, turns and he says, really? Really? You think? <laughs> and then a jump ship shows up and opens fucking machine gun fire, even though it's the future. Yeah, it has like some kind of. It's like a jet, apparently. Also, which yeah. apparently there's still jets. I it's, guess it's a jet, and it has like a exhaust intake. Yeah, it has a jet in a jet engine. It's like why would they have that? It's not moving. Like that's the thing about jet engines is you got to move for them to work. Like that's why they work. Whatever, man. I don't. It doesn't. None of this matters. This whole movie doesn't matter. It's fucking dumb. But everybody gets shotted to death except Admiral Marcus, Kirk, and Spock. Amazingly. Uh, however, Admiral Pike gets shot like a billion times and dies. Yeah, he gets like cowboy movie shot. He gets shot like 16 times. <laughs> and Spock mind melds with him for literally no reason. Yeah, that never comes back. He does mention it later when he's like, I've experienced death before when I was I mind melded with Pike. Is that why he did it though? I like, don't know. when I watched it again, I don't re- ever remember that part. From when I br- saw it, him bringing it up again? No, him mind melding. I don't. Re- oh, I never yeah. remembered that. Dude, I saw. Uh, there were so many parts of this movie that I didn't remember. Yeah, that's this whole movie is uh, uh, very forgettable. But I thought he was doing it to like, like if I was a writer, <laughs> which you're obviously not. Which I'm clearly not. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, I would have brought that up later as like 
Spock telling Kirk that how Pike like felt about him and, and like how Pike like cared about him and was like a son to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it but comes up do that. literally never again. Yeah. The only time it gets brought up again is Spock brings it up to say that he uh, he doesn't he didn't not care about throwing his life away. Yeah. And uh, that's it. It's I, I all right. <laughs> like, okay, all right. All right. Act two. <laughs> uh, they find out that there's a portable trans warp beaming device. Remember that from the first movie? I re- yeah. I wrote down magic technology. Oh trans- fuck yeah! Trans warp transporter, which uh. Breaks the universe. We talked about that in the last yeah. one. And now it's portable. It's portable now, I guess. Sure, fuck it. Why not? Whatever. Why would anyone do anything? He So they beam from Earth to Kronos. Yeah, that's what, what uh, Harrison did. So th- what, why would any of the things that happen next have to happen if they have a yeah, beaming device? could he just beam to a different planet? If he, well, well, he doesn't want to get away. His plan is whatever. Right, but. sure. His plan is so brilliant that it's 85 steps and he knows the future, yeah, apparently. Also, like if they know where he went, why just don't get, they just right. use the portable transport beaming device to go there? To go there or to beam him back. Yeah. Like, why can't you just beam him the fuck back with that I thing? I don't know. They're jamming it with Verderon particles or what the <laughs> fuck ever. Fuck, I hate Verderon. They're always using Verderon particles. It's always a fucking pain in my ass. <laughs> Goddamn Verderons everywhere. And Admir- they tell Admiral Marcus that he ended up on Kronos, mm-hmm. uh, which they spell K-R-O-N-O-S, which pisses me off. Right, which is how... Humans pronounce Kronos. Yeah, it's like Kronos is just the print. Like Q is how it starts, and it's pronounced Q like K R. And yeah, it's different. This is like something that no normal person would ever care about, but pisses me off. It's Q O apostrophe N O S. That's how you spell it. That's Kronos. Yeah, but uh, (laughs) that's like a very minor nitpick about this horrible piece of shit. It. I think it's minor, but it goes to show you the lack of care that goes into this. Yeah. Like, like usually when they show Kronos on a screen, it says, like, Q-O-apostrophe-N-O-S, and then in brackets underneath it, Kronos. Kronos, right. Which would have been great. Yeah. Who it cares? Was, it's simple to do. Easy thing to do. Not hard. And you know how in... Uh, well, I guess it's spoilers. We'll have to get into way later. About <laughs> section 31. I wanted to talk about Section 31, so... We can talk about it a little bit, but Section 31 is uh, the biggest secret in Starfleet history in I think Deep you Space and I, Nine. I think you and I have talked about this before, uh, how... I hate Section 31. How Section 31 is so secret, yeah. no one knows about it. Like, literally, literally nobody knows no about it. Literally, no one knows. The only people who know are the people that's in it. Yeah. And when they die, I guess like they they the next generation of people that are in it know about it. They but get into it a little bit in Enterprise toward the end of the show. They bring in Section Thirty One a little bit, they? and like they kind of explain like how secretive it is. Like I hate Section Thirty One. It's fuck. It's like it's like <laughs> Section Thirty One is like the Illuminati on steroids. It like, really is. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> but like, in, in this movie, Admiral Marcus just tells Kirk and Spock about it. Right, and there's a huge building where they're making... So the archive is a secret Section 31 
base, quote-unquote. Yeah, they're making weapons there. And they're making super awesome photon torpedoes there yeah, that like, go really far. Like, right in the middle of San Francisco. Of London. London, London, yeah, London. That's right in the middle of London. Everyone gets their city fucked uh, up in this movie. However, uh, Kirk is like, hey, Admiral Marcus, can I be a captain again and have the Enterprise back? And Admiral Marcus is like, eh. He's like, I don't see why not. Sure. <laughs> and then Kirk's like, also, I want Spock to be my first officer. And he's like, all right, whatever. He's like, yeah, sure, you have totally the bargaining power here, he's since like, you're not even a commander yet. He's like, you know what, whatever, just, uh... I'm going to kill you later anyway, so it doesn't matter. Just do yeah, it. Yeah, fuck it. Just do what I say you should do. Because, uh, spoilers, he's the villain of the movie. <laughs> uh, what's his name? Uh, is Robocop? S- Robocop? What's his real name? Uh, Peter, Peter Weller. Weller? Yeah. He is a fantastic actor. Oh, he I is, love him. He is an amazing dude. Like, this dude, he, like, is super into history and, and specifically uh, historical architecture. Like... He's crazy smart. Like that's awesome. He's and he's like such a phenomenal. He has such a terrible part in this movie. Yeah, he's he's a great actor, and this movie is shit. <laughs> it's he's trying as hard as he can, right? Actually, yeah. I wouldn't even say that. It's kind of like he's sort of breezing through it because he knows the movie's terrible. Yeah, I think somebody saw Enterprise because he plays a villain in Enterprise at the end of the show, and they were like, Peter Weller's great. Let's just get him to be in this. And he was like, I'm Peter Weller. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, they're not going to make the sequel to any yeah. of my movies anytime I'm soon. I'm old, so, so fuck it. <laughs> they're not going to make Buckaroo Bonsai 2 anytime soon. <laughs> or RoboCop 7? RoboCop 4. 4. Wait, th- 5. There was a 4? Well, there was the reboot. Oh, fuck that. Fuck you <laughs> for even mentioning that to me. <laughs> I will say this about the reboot. If it was called Cyborg Cop, it would be like a fairly enjoyable shit yeah. movie. The thing about this is a super tangent, but the thing about Robocop is that it's over the top and it's it's like ridiculous and the new movie is not any of those things. No. There's no like there's the little tiny bit of satire in the new movie that's like the O'Reilly yeah. factor with Samuel yeah, yeah. Jackson. A little bit, yeah. But that is literally it. It is perfectly yeah. straight in yep. every other way. Yep. And I hate that. Robocop is a satire. It's an action movie, yeah. but it's also a satire. It's an action movie satire. So it's, it's like, yeah. Robocop is like my favorite movie. I love Robocop. And to just talk to it, Nick about Robocop. He also loves Robocop. I, I should talk to Nick, period. Well, just start talking to him. <laughs> Be like, hey, Nick. Be like, hey, what's hey, up? Hey, Nick, I'm Josh's friend, Jeff. <laughs> Who? Josh? Josh has friends? Who? <laughs> Who's Josh? <laughs> I've been calling him Crandall. Crandall? That's some Simpsons. <laughs> I know. I got your fucking friends. You got it. You got it. I'm a smart boy. I know you are. Um, <laughs> that was such like a pat on the head. I know you are. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Fucking, they get on a... They get on a... <laughs> I'm like sighing already. Sigh, We're at sigh the very counter. beginning of Act Two. This is gonna be a two-part podcast, everybody. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they get on a on a, a thing, a shuttlecraft, and yes. Spock's like, uh, "We shouldn't kill Harrison without." A- oh yeah, I didn't even say. Uh, Admiral Marcus is like, "Hey, fire these super torpedoes, yeah, at Kronos from space." And so, kill Harrison. Again, I'm going to ask, why not just shoot them from the Federation? Like, wh- like why... 
They're long range, but they're not that long. Oh, they're not that. Okay, okay. All right, sure. I mean, sure. <laughs> I mean, fuck it. I mean, they're they're magic space missiles, but they're not that magical. Why? Like, why don't? Why doesn't Starfleet, since they're like fucking with Klingon shit, and they're getting ready to fight the Klingons, because that's Marcus's like whole deal later or whatever. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. Um, why not steal like a cloaking device or something? Like I don't understand. Why like, not just use your fucking transwarp beaming device to right? beam the torpedoes there and right? blow them up? And blow them up? Like what the fuck? There's a lot of problems here, but really, the biggest problem is that George Kirk died. <laughs> that fucked the, the fucked up the logic in the universe. There's no died. logic anymore in this universe. It's why Vulcans are so emotional now. <laughs> Because George Kirk died and it was so senseless. There was no logic to it. It just broke logic. We're in a post-logic world. Nothing makes and sense. A lady shows up who's like, Hi, I'm Dr. Carol. Uh, uh, and she looks over and there's a no. copy of uh, Braveheart. And she says, Wallace. <laughs> there's a copy of Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> Wa- I'm Dr. Gr- Carol Wallace. Grom. Uh, Wallace. Wallace. Wallace sounds better. And uh, I've been assigned to the Enterprise as an extra science officer. Uh-huh. And uh, everybody's like, well, I don't need to check any records or anything or see if you were really yeah. assigned. Welcome aboard. Since we're running a shit show here, uh, I'm not going to like do any of my official duties as yeah. a as a explorer and military officer. Kirk's like, well, you got tits and nice legs. Sit down. You got a pretty accent. You got a pretty accent. <laughs> you got a pretty mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, don't talk about my state like that. <laughs> um, they they get on the Enterprise, and Scotty's like, I'm not putting these fucking torpedoes on my ship. I don't know what's in them. Yeah. And Kirk's like, you're going to put them torpedoes in, or you're going to put them torpedoes in. And he's like, no, nah, I'm not going to put those torpedoes in. And then he fucking quits. Yeah, Scotty's like, I resign. They don't even do the joke right. He just quits. It should have, like, wiped. There should have been a wipe, and then the torpedoes are on the ship, and he signed it. Right. He says, I can't believe you made me sign them torpedoes on. <laughs> but instead, Scott just quits. And he's and yeah, Kirk's an asshole about it. Good thing he didn't quit later. Or, wait. What? Good thing he didn't quit when they were halfway to Kronos. I guess that's true. They hadn't left yet. So at least they thought of that. That's the one good thing of this movie. There's a really fucking weird scene as well where, like, Kirk and Uhura are on a turbo lift... Yeah, yeah, it's and super weird. I know you're talking Kirk's about. Kirk's yeah. like, I, I just fucking, I'm so sick of Spock's shit. Yeah, and I, I wonder if it's just me. And Uhura's like, no, it's not just you. And Kirk's like, oh, you're I not, you're not doing well right now. Whoa. Yeah, he's like super hawkish, like jumping Junkie. in on this shit. Yeah, it's, it's weird, and it's like love triangly in the worst way love triangles work in movies. And then, like uh, Chekhov gets. Uh, promoted from ensign to chief engineer, <laughs> which just happens all the time in these movies. Remember in the last movie when you did that one thing with the transporter? Well, guess what, kid? You're chief engineer now. <laughs> like an 18 year old kid, right? And he's like, completely in over his head because Kirk's yeah. a fucking idiot. Like, how would you feel if you were the second in charge in engineering? Yeah. And, like, Scotty resigns, and you're like, fuck, I'm gonna be chief engineer. I've been working for 36 right. years. Like, there's it. not some, like, like Miles O'Brien type, like, uh, non enlisted officer, like, 
in in Starfleet on the ship who like knows way more about the ship that no. like couldn't fill in for a couple like just make him a like enlisted officer like you know they do that that's a thing that yeah. they do the navigator is the chief engineer now deal with it <laughs> yep and you can read maps you can fix an engine they, and they said they like all right put on a red shirt and he looks at the camera and pulls his collar out and goes Goo! And the audience goes, ha, 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 I love Star Trek! I know Star Trek references! <laughs> Red shirts die! Oh, no. And then they leave for Kronos. <laughs> Spell with a K. Spell with a K. And they he gets on the comm, Kirk gets on the con and he's like, all right, we're going to go and kill rest. John Harrison. He gets on the comm and a mission accomplished banner unfurls behind him and he says, We gonna get him. Uh, that's a good to- fucking topical reference. Thank you. Especially for this movie. Consider it makes sense in this movie. Uh, Spock goes to talk to Carol Wallace and we yeah. find out that she's actual Carol, actually Carol Marcus. Again. One scene after Again. it's Again. set up. One scene later, it's it's unbelievable. It's It's like you could set your idiot watch to it. It's they can't help themselves. Like I don't, I don't know where they learned how to write, but wherever it was needs to burn to the ground because this it's is like, ridiculous. They they went to idiot school and they write for idiots because if you would have waited a few scenes to reveal that, people would have been like, "Who's this broad again?" Right. But <laughs> anyone who's not an idiot would be able to hold on to the information for that long. But oh my not God. not the target audience of this terrible movie. I'm sorry if you like this movie, but it's your own fault. The flyovers. Someone's <laughs> mom has to understand what's going on. God, my mom loves Star Trek. My mom doesn't. Oh, That's why she's not my mom anymore. <laughs> not anymore! It's official. Suck it, mom. The ship uh, has some sort of violent like skid stop, which ships do. Yeah, it just doesn't, like, slow down a little bit. It's just like... It goes... Skirt, 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 skirt. They pull, like, a fucking Tokyo Drift. Yeah, they pull the e-brake and pop it in reverse. And they're like, what the fuck happened? And there's a coolant leak, so I had to, had to fucking stop warp. Yeah, without warning. This this movie is, like, the Enterprise is made out of tissue paper, and they're yeah. flying it through space. Yeah, it gets shot with a phaser and, like... Shit flies out like p- people are flying out of the ship. It's like that's fucking- my favorite part about it, right? Like the ship is getting bombarded later. Explosions everywhere. Like pieces of the hull are fucking flying off. Yeah, people shrapnel. are getting sucked out into space. And somebody's like, shields are at forty percent. Yeah, it's like what? W- wait, why? What? <laughs> what are they doing then? So your shields are just really bad, or they're pointing the wrong? Are you are using they- them right? <laughs> are they pretend shields? You just like <laughs> pretending? Yeah, man. I, I gotta, pre- I gotta pretend that I'm doing something in this, or they'll throw me off the ship. That's how you know, like, that's how you know that the writing doesn't match up with the action scenes. Like, they, they didn't think of the action scenes until later. Yeah. Because the writing, I, I, I mean, at least that's a, a theory of. Mine. I don't know if that's how they do it. I, I don't know. know. They're like 20 minutes from Kronos. And Kirk's like, all right, Uhura, you know Klingon. You're going to come with me and Spock, and we're going to go down to the planet and mm-hmm. make Harrison surrender. Mm-hmm. Why? 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 Why is she going, you mean? Or why, why is... Why are they going? 
I don't just know. Just beam him off the planet. Yeah, they have to go find him, though. Because then the thing has to happen. Also, Klingons have to be in the movie for one minute. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Dude. I don't know, man. I don't um, fucking know. They... <sighs> I can't keep up. Like, I can't keep up with the things that are dumb. I just can't. So, I'm gonna skip a little bit, because I don't fucking care what happens during this scene. Yeah, sure. They fight a bunch of Klingons. Oh, also, Klingons uh, look weird, and they wear weird things. Yeah, they look... They have pretty fucking cool designs uh, their clothing and stuff. Their faces look yeah. a little... Like, I'm not the first person to yell out that something's gonna be, like, racist or whatever. Yeah. But why do they have makeup on to make their noses wider? Yeah, it's, uh... It's... I don't... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. Just um, they wear predator masks too. They're predators, is, right? They're predators. Which is cool. Mm-hmm. You remember that movie, kids? Predator? That was a good movie. Remember that one in 1987? That was a good movie. Uh, so we're gonna put it in our movie, and hopefully it'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh... <laughs> what, what happens next, Jeff? <laughs> There's a big fight scene. There's a huge fight scene where just people, like, Klingons die one after another, after another, after another. And, uh, John Harrison has a giant gun that he's fucking whipping around yeah. like it's made out of paper mache. He's got the, the heavies gun from TF2. Yeah, it's, uh, I think it's called the Ubulin gun, I believe it, the name of it is. I don't know. Something he, like he's that. He's got, like, super duper ultra strength. Until he doesn't. Right. But uh, he beats up a billion Klingons because he's fucking awesome. And he shoots a giant gun because he's got a fucking huge dick. And everybody (laughs) fucking loves him. He shoots a jet, a Klingon jet thing. It blows up. It it explodes. Fucking explodes. It's awesome. He uses, like, super karate. (laughs) Fucking karate's awesome. He uses karate on the Klingons. Take that, Klingons. Klingons are stupid fucking space assholes, and he kicks their shit in. It's awesome. I love it. I'm so glad this movie has fights in it. So fucking awesome. Fucking Star Trek's boring, and it's fucking karate. This is an old Star Trek movie. They wouldn't even have karate in it. We're breaking, so, Jeff. Jeff so is, like, fight. slowly breaking. So they fight. My favorite part of this fucking fight scene is that they have bat lifts, right? Yeah. But they have an extra spike on yeah, them, they're, so they're, they're cooler bat they're, lifts. They're, like, curved around <laughs> again. Yeah, like, it's like... Like, you had to fucking reinvent the bat lift. Like, the, <laughs> the, it's different now. Like, fuck you. Fuck you. Like, that but shit's fucking stupid. But it's not different, is the thing. It's the same exact shape. It just has another spike why, like, on it. Why are you fucking reinventing the wheel? Like, just take the things that are done for you and use them. Like, you don't have to do anything. You don't that have to like pay a- somebody to do this. <laughs> like a last minute thing they're like we can't have just the dumb old batless from tng god like uh, even though it's obviously the same prop it just has an extra spike on it. it's like somebody had to have a meeting about that and they had to go talk about what should the batless look like and we don't want it to be too different like it's fucking bullshit this movie is fucking bullshit Man, I fucking touched a nerve on it's that. It's just one. stupid. 
stupid. It's like the straw that broke the camel's back, man. Like it's just fucking a waste of time and money and energy, and it just makes the movie dumb. Like, yeah, dude, you make all the points I want to make. I don't even need to talk about it. <laughs> it's podcast so over, everybody. Go it's home. Stupid. Fucking they. He he runs up and like. Kirk has already gotten his shit wrecked because he never wins a fight in his life in this series, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, like, Spock points a gun at him, Harrison, and Harrison just fucking slaps it out of his hand. Yeah. He, he shoots points, it out of his hand. Yeah, he shoots it out of his hand. He points his gun at Kirk, and he's like, how many torpedoes do you have? Mm-hmm. And he's like, we have, uh, 72. And Harrison's like, all right, I surrender. Yeah, it's like, Jarring and weird. What, what was this fight scene for then? Yeah, why did you do? Why did any of this happen? <laughs> why didn't you just tell us like via message when we messaged you? Sulu sent you a very threatening message. Yeah, why didn't just, you just be like, how many do you got? How many do you have? Yeah. Or why? Or better yet, why go to Kronos at fucking all? I'm trying to operate in within the fucked up logic of this movie. Because from the very beginning, there were a million solutions that didn't involve any of this. (laughs) But we're not doing any of those. We're doing the stupid way. It's like watching... It's like watching a crazy person, like, do something. Like, why are you doing any of this? And then the movie becomes Silence of the Lambs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they go to the brig, right? Where Harrison is in the brig, and he's like, uh... I, there's stuff you don't know about things. And Kirk's like, I know shit about things. Yeah, it's like a dick measuring contest. And then Harrison's like, actually, here's some coordinates about things that you don't know about. And Kirk's Is that like, where that comes Ooh. from? So like, okay, I checked out at this part of the movie. Like, I don't, I don't remember that part. I don't remember him yeah, saying that. That's where and the like, coordinates come from. Yeah, and later, like, like uh, Kirk calls Scotty. On his says, cell phone. On his phone, right? On his cell phone. <laughs> on his iPhone. His next cell. What was it in the first one? Oh, yeah. It was fucking... Oh, God. I don't remember now. Was it like IBM? No, it wasn't IBM. No, it was Nokia. 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 On his Nokia cell his phone. his fucking Nokia cell phone. <laughs> and he says, go check those coordinates out. And Scotty's like, fuck you. I'll do it anyway, because I love you. I want to kiss your mouth. <laughs> Please fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> and Keenster's like, aw, man. <laughs> I put all this work and nothing? Fuck I've you. I've been hanging out with this loser for this long, <laughs> and I don't get any? Aw. Oh, fuck it. And uh, Harrison's like, open one of the torpedoes and find out what's inside. Kirk's like, I don't want to. Yeah. I'm going to do it anyway, but not because you told me to. It's so dumb. It's so fucking dumb. <laughs> Like in a regular Star Trek movie, they, they would sit down and they would they'd be like, "Well, we better do that," and like they would do it, yeah. and it wouldn't even be a, there wouldn't even be dialogue about why they shouldn't do that. Like they should have opened them up to find out what was in them the instant they were anyway, put on the ship, right? But they don't. Oh, God. But then the scene with Kirk calling Scotty on his Nokia comes in. Yeah. And he's at and a bar because he's Scottish and he's drunk. He's got a. Everybody goes and drinks. Everyone. I think it's supposed to be reminiscent of Five, right? Yeah. Star Trek Five. Because it's like a really wacky bar with all kinds of crazy aliens in <laughs> but it. But it's on Earth. Like, it's just somewhere on Earth. Like. And they, like, crazy alien tongue kiss in the background <laughs> with, like, really sloppy sound effects. One of my notes here is weird aliens. <laughs> 
crazy aliens, like, everybody. This movie, this movie can't put aliens in the in the universe that exists in this universe. No. Like it can't. It's They're incapable. Just silly of doing background that. aliens. They're like alien lady on the bridge who has weird skin. No, like you couldn't just put an Andorian in there, right? No, Andorians are stupid. That's dumb old Star Trek. Fucking who cares about that shit? I want some fucking explosions. You couldn't put a Bolian in there. Oh, it's dumb. dumb. No, the Bolians. Bolians are fucking stupid. Fucking barbarous bitches. I don't give a shit. Stupid idiots. Tellarites. What the fuck is that? <laughs> I not even anything. That was only in like four episodes. Fuck, fuck them. off. They're not important. Then they they go to open a torpedo, I guess. <laughs> fuck, I'm like losing interest in this. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Let's get some, All right. some jet fuel in our blood. <laughs> All right, let's drink again, everybody. We'll be back right after these messages. Beginning summer 1997. You're invited to engage your senses, transport your spirit, and boldly go where no one has gone before. The 24th century is coming to the Las Vegas Hilton. In conjunction with Paramount Parks, construction has begun on the galaxy's most exciting destination. Star Trek, the experience. For the first time, you will actually be able to see, feel, touch, and live the 24th century world of Star Trek, the most popular space adventure ever created. Beaming aboard the bridge of the Enterprise, you'll embark on an adventure through space and through time. On board a Starfleet shuttlecraft, you'll become a part of the warp speed action. Your destination is the alien-built outpost Deep Space Nine. There, the fun continues on the promenade with the galaxy's finest dining, a universe of shopping for every taste, and your chance to enjoy tomorrow's most amazing games today. Make your plans to be among the first in the galaxy to beam up to 24th century adventure. Star Trek The Experience. Only at the Las Vegas Hilton. Stardate, summer 1997. Bye, bye, bye! Buy the things. McDonald's. Buy Pay McDonald's. Us. Nokia cell phones. McDonald's, please sponsor us. Oh, God, please. I love you. I love everything about you. I love your fucking terrible food. Sponsor us. Cheeseburgers with the onions in them. Yum, yum. Num, num, yum, yum, yum. <laughs> Eat them all day. Get colon cancer. Whoa. Oops, did I blow it? <laughs> We're done now. Fuck, gotta move on to the next sponsor. Star Trek Online. <laughs> uh, okay, so when we left off, uh, they had they fucking hobbled. Enterprise is hobbled. Yeah, the warp core doesn't work right. Warp core is fucked. There's a coolant leak, and somehow it doesn't it doesn't work right because something in the torpedoes stopped it. Right, which is what Scotty said. I don't know. I don't like, think I, so. I think it like it was sabotage from the start. Oh, they were oh absolutely I, sabotage from the beginning. Because I never knew. I never got that. I don't think they say what sabotages them. But it's, it's, it's obviously explained. Admiral Marcus. Had oh, it's Marcus. It. Okay, sure, fine. But like, what caused it? They don't like. There's no Verderon particles mentioned. <laughs> uh, That's a shame. 
but um, <laughs> they decide to go to a planetoid. Doctor Carol Marcus. Yeah, uh, who and shows her entire body except her nipples and her vagina in this movie? Yeah, does that did that happen soon? Is that a thing think, that happens? I think that already happened. Oh yeah, she's like turn around to to Kirk, and he's like, he's like okay, and then he like slowly turns around to see, and there's like the most unbelievably Michael Bay esque shot from down low of her entire. Beautiful body. Yeah, it's she's very attractive, but it's so unbelievably gratuitous. It's un. It's like I'm watching Fast and the Furious when they like uh, steady cam by like butts, like in yeah. that movie. It, it, it's it was like, like that, except like Kirk didn't fuck her right there, and right, he didn't just like, hold on it for like, like ten right. fucking minutes. It's oh my god! It's like what the fuck? Like what the fuck? Like. Her like her existence in this movie as Carol Marcus is completely shattered. Carol yeah. Marcus is a fucking scientist. <laughs> like, not not anymore. Well, she's still a scientist, but she's a super sexy scientist. Like, she loves to go to the gym. Like, yeah, she clearly works out, but it's like, what the fuck, man? Like, it's pretty. Look, it's it's super out of place in a Star Trek movie. Of course, this isn't one. But it's supposed to be like bring your bring your Federation officers to the level of like Orion Slave Girl. Like what? Like I don't under, like I don't understand that shit, man. Like I don't understand it. <laughs> Gotta get Teddy's in the movie somehow. Oh my god! I get I sure. <laughs> um. <laughs> so they could. <laughs> Doctor Carol Marcus and Doctor McCoy mm-hmm. go to a. He has to be in the movie. Did so you know Bones is in this movie. He's in it. Do you remember? He's gonna go help her do the thing. <laughs> And uh, the thing activates, and a door shuts on his arm for no reason. Yeah, because that's that's how you know. Why didn't they get an alien that didn't have arms to disarm the bomb? Like an alien disarm with like tentacles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, dude, we're geniuses. <laughs> Fuck. Star Trek Online is definitely gonna sponsor us now. De- definitely. <laughs> But uh, there's this stupid countdown scene where it's like, three, two. It's so dumb. And uh, she stops it. At two. It, it opens up and there's a cryotube in it. And they're like, what was her doing? Yep. That that happens. And then it cuts to Scotty flying past Jupiter where there's this hidden shipyard. Yeah. And he goes inside of it and no one ever stops him. I have an idea. Um, don't hide your secret shipyard in what I'm assuming is the busiest solar system in the quadrant. It has to be. Considering it's the home of Starfleet. <laughs> like, There's so much of these movies that are like they take stuff from our point of view. Like, there's right. nothing out in our galaxy, right? It's all on Earth. So, in the far-flung future with Starfleet, everything's right. gonna be on Earth, right? R- well, Nothing's gonna to- be out in our universe. Well, they have to make it so you know, like, so everyone knows what Jupiter is. Like, like mostly everyone. People in Kansas might not because they don't have books. But like, <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck you, Kansas. <laughs> they believe in like some space wizard or something. I don't know. But like, they so everyone knows what Jupiter is. So they put that in the movie to to signify like, okay, this is Jupiter. It's way out there. In it's Jupiter. so far away. But it's like in Star Trek, Jupiter's fucking nothing. It's like, like right over there. They fly to Jupiter on training missions when you're like 16 years old in the academy. Like they don't. Yeah. yeah. Just put it anywhere and just put like a thing up on the screen that says like sector two right two whatever the fuck you know like I don't fucking know. But no, it's Jupiter. 
It's Jupiter. The most hidden place in all of the no solar one, system. Maybe Jupiter's like fucking off limits. You gotta go around. <laughs> you gotta go around all of Jupiter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fucking nobody ever stops him. Like Scotty literally <laughs> flies into the secret shipyard. They don't have scanners, I guess, and no. they're not. They're not. They don't broadcast like some kind of code or anything. And just, yeah. everybody's flying into it, and he literally flies right in front of them and goes in, and no yeah. one's like, "What the fuck? What's People that?" Like, who are you? <laughs> everybody's like, "Now nah, this is normal." Yeah, let him go. Your ship doesn't match any of ours whatsoever. And you came out of nowhere, but mm-hmm. whatever. And also, you can just leave whenever you want. That's Must fine. be allowed to be here. He's here. <laughs> you can just leave whenever you want. That's cool. Starfleet's run by, like, Gomer fucking Pyle, dude. <laughs> Shazaya. Well, golly. I don't know who that is. Shazaya, my Andy. Let him in. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, the person inside the cryotube is 300 years old. That's super old. Oh my god. <laughs> when even was 300 years ago? Kirk, I don't know. Kirk and Spock go to talk to Harrison, and he's like, those torpedoes are my friends, and also my name is... Yeah. Con! Bum, oh, bum, bum! And here's where I... I think I told the story about Luke, right? At, at work. How he didn't... He was like, it's not Khan. Like, back in oh, 2012 yeah. or whatever. And I was like, it's Khan. And, dude, it that's Khan. Because guess what? It's a super secret that wasn't ever a secret. Just like every goddamn thing J.J. Abrams ever does. It's Khan. And, Ugh. dude, music swells a little bit in the background when he says it. Like, oh, yeah. it's Khan. But I think I've brought this up before. Why would the general moving-going audience know who the fuck Khan is? Right. Why, Why would, would they that be know like that? a dramatic moment for Kirk and Spock? They don't know who the they fuck don't Khan know who he is. is. Yeah. We'll Why get is that into a that scene later. in this movie? We'll get into that later. I got major problems with this. You can get into it now. Well. <laughs> well. No, I want to get into it later when uh, Spock calls. Oh, okay. Spock we'll get Prime. To that. Yeah. The good Spock. I want to talk about that a little bit. And they fucking, after Vulcan explodes, because that's the turning point, right? Sure. Uh, that and fucking George Kirk dying. That's the thing. That uh, ruins the whole universe. Uh, Admiral Marcus found a cryo ship. Yeah. And he awakened Khan because he wanted his savagery to help him make weapons. Because a 300-year-old guy is gonna make the dopest weapons... Like, he knows that he's a genius, I guess? Like, I don't know... Like, like how, how, does do, that, how does that go? Does Admiral Marcus be like, Alright, so we made this torpedo, right? And when it hits you, it, like, sprouts flowers. <laughs> and it makes you a friend. And Khan's like, nah, you should make it explode. And they're like, holy shit! <laughs> we never right. thought of that. We're, we're Starfleet, we're idiots. Holy shit, you're right, it should kill them! We have torpedoes that are essentially, like, as powerful as, like, nuclear weapons. Like, they're variable yield, right? Like, I think yeah. the line is, like, they can knock... In, in Enterprise, I say, it can knock, like, an antenna off of a ship, but it can also, like, put a fucking, like, 12-mile crater in a moon. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, like, what was it like? Like, they're like, oh, we got these torpedoes, and, you know, we're shooting them, and they're always just kind of, like, stopping before they hit the thing, and he's like, we'll make them long range. And they're like, <laughs> holy fuck! Just make them go farther. <laughs> You're totally right! But how do they know he's a genius? Like, that's... I don't know. I got, I got nothing for that one. 
Like, how do they, like, I mean, it's, I guess it's apparent when you're around a genius that they're smart, but, like, I don't, like... That's how I feel when I'm around you. (laughs) Man, if I was fucking there right now, I'd be sucking your dick hard. (laughs) Damn! Put your wife to bed, it's dick sucking time. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Shirt it. Shirt it. Dude, that'd make a great shirt. Put your wife to bed is dick sucking time. (laughs) Oh man, we gotta make that. That's gonna be a shirt. I've got so many shirts now. I I know, there's so I was gonna make the latinum shirt. We're getting off on a super tangent here. I was gonna make the uh the shirted shirt with the latinum bar on it. Oh my god. I actually I actually might do that. Because I wanna make I wanna start making shirts now that we have like uh, a little bit of a setup for how to Yeah. How to deal with the income. Yeah. Income. Look out for that Patreon coming 28,000. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so uh, they're like, I don't know how he knows he's smart, but he, they, they know. know. And then he's like, I didn't like Marcus telling me what to do and not giving me my friends back. So right. I, I blew up a building, because, why not? So, yeah, so Marcus was using him, his friends, as, like, the control device, right? Yeah, they were his leverage. Sure, but he's Khan, and Khan's super fucking smart. So smart that he can, like, see, like, 58 moves ahead in this fucking movie. Mm Mm-hmm. But he couldn't figure out a way to just, like, unfreeze those guys. <laughs> like Apparently not. Apparently uh, they just kept him in a locked room and they were like, don't you go in there. And he was like, well, fuck. I mean, Carol Marcus, like, figures out how to disarm that torpedo with them in it in, like, ten seconds. Like, And she's just in the movie to show up in her underwear. Like, he's here, supposed to yeah. be, like, a super genius. He's, like, really fucking smart. I don't know, man. Whatever. Whatever. They... They get, like, approached by a ship, and yes. they're like, oh, what's it going to be? Is it uh, is it somebody from Kronos? No, it's coming from the other direction, and Khan's like, yeah, I told you. Yeah. So, uh, Admiral Marcus shows up in, I shit you not, the USS Vengeance. The Vengeance. A ship that is three times the size of the Enterprise and black. To show Man. you that it's the villain ship. <laughs> Did, didn't we um, just do this? Didn't we just watch this movie? Isn't that the story of the J.J. Abrams movies, television series, everything? Didn't we just do this? Didn't we just watch this in 2009? Didn't we just see this in fucking uh, Nemesis? Like, yeah. what? Like, the what ship. the fuck? Like, what? We made a whole new franchise, and we rebooted it to not do these things, and here we are again fucking doing these things. It's the big ship. Jesus fucking Christ. The fact that it's painted black is the funniest shit I me. love it that it's black. It's, it's so... Like, it's and when so... you see them floating around each other, it reminds me of, like, Spider-Man, where Spider-Man is... Like, the Enterprise is Spider-Man, where he's, like, yeah. muscular and lithe and small, and he's, like, ready to fight. Yeah. And the Vengeance is, like, Venom. He's, like, fucking roided out and yeah, gigantic just, for no like, reason. <laughs> yeah, like, shit's just, like, like whipping off of him because he's so fucking <laughs> strong and shit. That's the Vengeance, the Venom oh ship. G- oh my god, dude. Who has to paint that whole ship? God, that's like billions of man hours. That's like such a... It would make the ship weigh so much. That's like why they didn't paint like certain jets 
any colors, like yeah. in early jets, because it would weigh them down a lot, because the paint it's weighs like a lot. Future paint. <laughs> oh, it's future, it's future black paint. Yeah, maybe it's just made out of black material. I don't know. Maybe it's like carbon fiber ship. Fucking carbon fiber ship. It's indestructible. It's just, it stops bullets. And uh, Admiral Marcus shows up, and he's no longer played by a good actor. Peter Weller has checked the fuck out. Yeah, Weller's just, done. He's just like a two-dimensional villain now. He's like, well, yeah. you didn't follow my orders. I guess I'm going to have to murder the shit out of These you. were probably reshoots, and he was like, I don't want to do that. And they're like, you have to. And he's like, all right. <laughs> Whatever. He's like, I'm on tour in Italy looking at Donatello's buildings, but fuck uh, you. Donatello made buildings? <laughs> I don't know. Bert, Bert, Bertolucci? What's his name? Uh, One of those dudes. Donatello Bernini. <laughs> um... Oh, actually, I actually took a lot of art history courses when I was in college. Did you? Yeah. That's cool. I, I took like one. Art, I like art history a lot. but It's, it's cool, yeah. Uh, they just warp away. <laughs> like, he's like, put your shields down, yeah. I'm gonna blow you the fuck up. Yeah, it's... Oh my god. And they just warp away, and everyone continually tries to tell Kirk that the ship can warp faster, and he just won't listen to them. Like, so again, like, here's a Star Trek thing that I'm gonna nitpick about. Like... How fast is the Enterprise going? Warp 7, right? I guess. Because that's about how fast they go in TOS 7. Yeah. It's a little murky because they fuck with it a little bit, but like... They don't really say numbers all that often. Not in the original. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But from TNG, you can infer that like ships didn't go past 7-ish. Yeah, so like how... like So this ship goes like warp 8 or whatever, like... But, like, the dialogue is just, like, it just goes faster. And it's like, well, how fast are you going? Like, well, dumb people don't care. They just want to see shoot bangs. I mean, if I was Kirk, I'd be like, well, what do you mean? Like, how is that a thing? (laughs) Like, ships don't go that fast. We don't have ships that go that fast. Well, the USS Vengeance does. (laughs) It's big and it's fast and strong and everyone's scared of it. That's all you need to know. Did we get to the part where the guns come out yet? Or is that next? Uh, I think that's next. I wrote, Big Ship has big guns. It really does. It has, like, it has the same gun that John Harrison, old Khan, was using. Yeah, it's on, just a bigger version of it. This is giant. It's the same model. It's the same <laughs> 3D model. <laughs> and oh the, the Vengeance comes up on the Enterprise and just shoots it out of warp. Yeah. And it's actually a decent special effect. I like, like, this. these movies are very polished special effects wise but that's all they really have going for them sure i don't i don't like the aesthetic of them but uh, like, a little too like shiny and yeah like, i don't i don't like the like ice crystals that the warp drive makes or whatever yeah, the I fuck that shit that is either. like what is this like an exhaust like it's ions like you don't see ions they're tiny motherfucker like well dumb people don't know that oh my god Dumb people don't care what comes out of it. They're like, a, a big thing has big exhaust, right? <laughs> like my truck. America! Fuck yeah! <laughs> and then uh, Kirk is continually like, Carol Marcus, you can't contact your dad to save us. Because <laughs> reasons. And she's like, why? And he's like, because I fucking said so, woman. Yeah, he's like, I saw you naked once. You're mine now. <laughs> That's how it works in an enlightened society. So it works in Kirkland. I fucked two cats t- two days ago. Don't tell me. I don't even know where to go with this. <laughs> they fucking... 
they fire, they get shot. Like, yeah, the sh- vengeance starts shooting it because oh, I was at Carol Marcus. She's like, I want to contact my dad. And Kurt's yeah. like, no. And she's like, but I really need to and I could save us. And yeah. he's like, well, fucking fine. Right. And uh, she's like, if you're going to kill all these people, you got to kill me too. And Admiral Marcus uh, teleports her to his ship. <laughs> Even though the um, here's a here's a plot hole for you. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, here's a big plot hole for you, Josh. <laughs> okay, if they can beam Carol Marcus off the ship, right? Why can't they beam Khan off the ship? Why can't they the beam Khan off the ship? Right, and why can't they just beam everyone off that ship? So the ship's not shoot. That doesn't have anyone on it to shoot them anymore. Yeah, just beam everyone off the ship. Into yeah. your into your like giant bays. Yeah, they have just like go a runway sized bay, right? Or beam everyone into the bay and then flood it with gas. Yeah, anesthesine gas. But no. Why not just beam Khan off the ship though, right? Like that's I mean, if even if they don't know where Khan is. Khan well they're is scanning somewhere. for him, but like why don't they know where Khan like why like like they move Khan so he won't know or whatever, but sure. Even, even if they don't know, there are a million options besides just shooting the ship. But people don't want to see those Star Trek up. That's so, that's so lame. That's old Star Trek, Jeff. Thinking about a problem and doing a clever solution to it—that's dumb. No one likes Star Trek. They want to see Star Trek in the darkness. They don't want they, to see Star Trek. They want to see Shoot Guns, the movie. This movie's called Into Darkness. It just has Star Trek on it because we want money. Right. We gotta make money now. <laughs> and then they shoot. They fuck... Everyone shoots. Ex- like, fucking explosions. People are dying. Like, crew members are just fucking, yeah, fucking dying. Flying out into space and exploding. Yeah, those people's Screaming families deaths. are gonna have to have get sent letters because they're dead now. <laughs> but uh, none of that matters because Scotty snuck on board the Vengeance. He's there somehow. He's chilling out. <laughs> and he's like, hey, I can get you on board if yeah. you do the thing from Nemesis. And Kirk's <laughs> like, I love Nemesis. Let's if, do it. If you do the thing from Nemesis and you do the thing from the last movie that we did on Vulcan. Yeah. He even <laughs> mentions it. He's like, oh, I've already I've done this before. Yep. It's and they funny, make a though. bit out of it. It's funny, get it? It's, jo- it's a funny joke. You remember the last movie? So good. Dude, this is the scene where I literally got up and had to turn the movie off for a minute. Yeah, and this this scene takes forever. It's it's when Kirk goes to get Khan, and he's like, I need your help, Khan. And uh-huh. Khan's like, why should I help you? And he's like, oh, because I can save your crew. And he's like, you can't even save your own crew. Right, right. And they stare at each other. And then without a scene transition whatsoever, Kirk they- looks over and goes, hey, Bones, what are you up to over there? Oh, my God. And it, the camera goes to Bones, and he's like, I'm going to put... Khan's blood in this triple to see what yeah. happens. Yeah, I'm a crazy science man. And then it cuts back to Kirk. Same scene. Nothing has changed. It just fucking cuts back to Kirk, and he looks from Bones to Khan and says, Sue, you gonna help me or what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is the most poorly constructed scene I have literally ever seen in a movie in my life. It's hor- it's horrible. And they, okay, so they probably had a meeting, right? And they probably said, "Well, how do we?" Because they don't know how to end the movie, so they were like, "Well, how are we going to get these tribbles to like 
are how are we going to get Kirk to live again, right? Because he dies or whatever. Like, yeah. so they had to like construct this like Deus Ex Machina, and then it, but it couldn't be just a Deus Ex Machina, which is just like something like the hand of God fixes the problem, right? That's what Deus Ex Machina, yeah, the, the ghost of the machine, hand of the machine, or whatever. Like, they had to fucking implant that seed into the movie, into your dumb brain. And they didn't know where to put it, so they yeah, put it here. That's exactly it. They were like, "All right, we have to put this scene somewhere in the movie, yeah. so we're just gonna tack it into the middle of this one. We yeah. can't make it its own scene. Right. We don't have enough time. We're gonna figure out because it's yeah, we're, we're 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 strapped for time. This movie's 133 minutes. Can't be longer than that. Like that's B movie shit. That is literally like a movie the, you'd pick up in Blockbuster this from the worst of the this worst. This movie's shelf. a fucking B movie, man. This movie's a fucking pile of dog shit. Like this is that's a canon movie. Right there. We yes. just had to fit some shit into a scene. <laughs> a little toxic. Absolutely. <laughs> some fucking... Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> yeah, man. I know. I know, man. I had to get up and leave. I was like, I have to take a break from this. I gotta, like, go out and fucking breathe real air and see the world. <laughs> see that there's still beauty in the world somewhere. You had to film a paper bag floating around, like, American Beauty. <laughs> it's the most beautiful thing I've, thing ever, I've ever seen. seen. <laughs> Also, <laughs> Thora Birch, let me see your boobs. Now that's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. There was no shot of her, though, from, like, two feet off the ground, like, looking up at her like she's a fucking colossus. This movie's terrible. <laughs> this is not a very good movie, folks. And I'll tell you why right after these messages. Okay, if I move back from the sun, that's the earth. And the moon, that's about the same. Let's see how far Saturn is. Wow, one billion miles. Doing your homework? Yeah, almost done. Programs like Redshift really take off with a Pentium processor inside your PC. Now let's see. The Kirathi system. The Intel Pentium processor. And we're back. For, yeah. Hopefully we don't uh, kill ourselves before this is over. We're, we, we've been drinking after every break. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh, we're not getting any happier, though. What's up with that? It's supposed to be my happy juice. I mean, I'm, I think I'm in a better mood than I would be if we were doing this sober, to be honest with you. You, gotta, you bring up a good point, Josh. I only got really mad at the battles. <laughs> out of all the things in the movie. I got pretty mad about the, the Carol Marcus thing, too, because that's ridiculous. It really is. <laughs> um, but the idea that they come up with is they're going to shoot Kirk and Khan out of the garbage chute where they fucking belong in the space. <laughs> With all the DVDs of this movie. <laughs> and they're gonna fly across the debris field into an open port on the other ship, a.k.a. the thing from Nemesis. Yeah. The thing that happened in Nemesis. They're gonna it's, do it. Yep. Uh, except they're not Data, so it sucks. Right. Uh, but they but, have cool heads-up displays that tell them where to go. Here's something that, like, bugs me, right? Another little nitpicky thing, since I'm mm -hmm. big into that, apparently. I'm all for it. In this movie and in the previous movie, uh, the space suits that they wear are color-coded to their division. Yeah, their, their, their like, section, right? Yeah. There's, like, command uh, operations and, and sciences, science, and yeah. they're, like, gold, blue, and red. Yeah. Uh, red and blue, whatever. Well, yeah, whatever the respective. Yeah. I, I do know, but I said them in the wrong order. Yeah. But um, Kirk wears a black one. 
in the yeah. first one for no reason. It's like right. non-division. And then Khan wears a black one in this one. Why do right. they have non-division space suits? I don't know. <laughs> Why would you like? I I, I guess get that, like there's no fuel problems in the future. You don't have to weigh shit out for like yeah, long yeah. distance travel or whatever. But I that guess seems if you're, so superfluous. I guess if you're, it, it makes sense. I guess if you have a scientist on your ship and you're studying something, and you're like on an asteroid and you look over, you know who's who, right? Well, that's fine. But why do they have black ones? I don't know. Because it's space. like if you have a civilian, you bring a fucking civilian on your ship. And yeah. You send them out into space, you need a black one. It's harder to find them in space. You, you can't just put them in like a fucking red one or a blue one and just, yeah, be like, just there you go. Well, if he, like, right, if he's a scientist, put him in a blue one. If yeah, he's just a borrow whatever. One. If he's an engineer, put him in a go- uh, red one. Yeah. yeah, why the fuck does it matter? I almost said gold, but I switched it up. It's good. <laughs> it's good. I'm switched it up. Man. You could switch it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and fucking. This this is also really stupid, right? Spock uh-huh. is like, I'm dealing with this threat that I have no idea if older Spock has any information about whatsoever. We're living two completely different lives. Right. I'm gonna call him and find the help. Does okay, so does so does old Spock not call new Spock? No. New Younger Spock, Spock calls old Spock. Because when I was watching it, I was like, why is Spock calling them? No, he called, like, new Spock calls old Spock. To get advice. Yeah, to be like, hey, you know about this dude named Khan. Okay. And old Spock's like, I'm not allowed to tell you anything, but, but here's I'm going to tell you all kinds of shit. <laughs> here's all the things. So, okay, so, but from old Spock, Spock Prime, from Spock Prime Universe's point of view, mm-hmm. this is the first time they're running into Khan. Yeah, so it's Space Seed. Right, so Space Seed, right. Not in not uh, Wrath of Khan, no. which happens 30 or 20 years later or whatever. Why would old Spock know anything about this? Like you're saying, like why would he know? Yeah, why would he know? Why would he tell him anything? And also, right. he blatantly lies to him. Why do they keep up the conceit that Spock Prime can't tell him anything? Because uh, time travel. Like, if I was Spock Prime and I was living in this new shitty universe, I'd be like, well, this universe is new to me. Like, I don't know any of this shit. So fuck it. Yeah, my universe had this, this, and this in it. Yeah. It was better. This is clearly different. So who cares? Like, why do they. Ugh, I just, why do they bring it up that he can't tell new Spock and then. Immediately throw it out anyway. Like I don't understand why. But he they blatant, he blatantly lies to New Spock. He says Khan was the most dangerous adversary we ever faced. Yeah. You fought gods, dude. <laughs> yeah, there was that probe that almost fucked everybody up, and then yeah, there was like Apollo, the actual fucking god, <laughs> fought you. <laughs> I forgot. Oh my god, we're gonna have so much fun with this. We really will. <laughs> fucking Apollo. You fought the fucking rabbit from Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> yeah, dude, some crazy shit happened there's when you were Rumpel on the Enterprise. S- there's a Rumpelstiltskin on DS9, motherfucker. <laughs> you can't fuck with Rumpelstiltskin. Fucking, whatever. It's a bunch of bullshit. He just lies to him. He's like, he's real dangerous. <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm gonna go die now. I'm old as fuck. I'm super old. I'm gonna die so you have some pathos in the next movie. So what's, like, shitty about this scene is, like, he's clearly, like, super old and, like, not in good shape. 
like it's like Christopher Lee bad in The Hobbit, where you're like, yeah. oh, Christopher Lee is looking bad, and yeah. like he like like Leonard Nimoy could not make it to the set, like so he's standing in front of like a fan. Yeah, so they have to put him, and they have to like contrive this like subspace telephone call, and it's it's really fucking lame. It's like. It's sad. It's really sad. It was like Dick Clark doing the New Year's Rock and Eve after he had his stroke sad. Oh, yeah. And you were like, Dick Clark, like, it's totally fine if you don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> like, you should probably Aww. go home, man. You know? Bringing the party down. <laughs> Dude. When I watched it in the movie theater, I was like, oh, oh, that's not good. I was like, ugh. <laughs> he's, he's old and should probably not do this anymore. He needs some more money. Yeah, he was only 92 years old, so... Had to live out them last years of his life in luxury. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we cut to the bridge of the USS Vengeance, which is really the name of the ship. Yeah, cool and name, get it? <laughs> Admiral Marcus talks to Carol Marcus, and she slaps him. Mm-hmm. And then she leaves. And then uh, the power comes back on. Yeah. And there's some shit that happens before, but who fucking cares? And the yeah. power comes back on, and Kirk and Khan and Scotty like run into the the bridge, and they just fucking murder they're, everyone. Dude, the they're bridge. shooting the fuck out of every goddamn buddy. But then um, they stun Khan, and they probably yeah, stunned everybody. Because really, Kirk but. says like, "Get him, knock him down, or yeah. whatever." And Scotty's like, "All right, I'm Scotty." Stunning works this time, but this not one later time. in the movie. Yes, this one time it works. And uh, they're like, Admiral Marcus, get out of the chair. And Admiral Marcus, like, Peter Weller, this is another reshoot with Peter Weller. He just yeah. really doesn't fucking care. And he's not yeah. acting, he's just saying lines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, Khan jumps up and fucking crushes his skull. Yeah, like a fucking bear. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, just crushes it. Because he's fucking strong, get he's, it? He's real strong, get it? It's, he's so strong, he can crush a human skull. Do you remember when, uh, in the original series, Kirk just beat him with a fucking pipe? Yeah, he beats him with a him. pipe, right? Yeah. <laughs> but now, uh, you can shoot him with, a, like, a, a phaser yeah, on stun they, like, nine they million have, like, times. They have, like, super reflexes, like, they're fast and they're strong, but they're not, like, they're not, like, Superman. No. Like, you can't, Apparently like, they are in this one. Yeah. Which is, dude, uh, whatever. If you're gonna do that, whatever. Just make a good movie. If you're gonna fucking, like, do all this other stuff, just make a good movie. Yeah, just, exactly. That's the thing. People will get on me all the time. And I would like to just say fuck you to everyone who ever has. People get on me, <laughs> me all too. the time. Fuck you if like, you're mad at Jeff. <laughs> people get on me all the time for nitpicking things, right? For like, yeah. oh well, that was just. It doesn't matter. It's th that's not. It the all matter. Movie. No, see, see, everything in a movie matters. Like that's what people forget. Like everything that happens on film in a movie is on purpose. Yeah, but and when I mean, it's not, that's bad. They, they're like, oh, it's not the point of the movie if that's if like the Klingons look dumb, or it's not the point of the movie right. if like they make a ridiculous jump that doesn't make any sense. What is the point of the movie, then? Right, what's the point? Can you tell me what the point is? This movie is fun. It's fun. It's just fun. I like to just... I like to turn my brain off. This movie is fucking terrible. I'm gonna like, go on a little bit of a tangent right now. Go like, for here, it. Here's the thing. Like, okay, so it's people's jobs to make entertainment. Like, that is a job. True. Like, that's like... 
our job. Like we're here to make you laugh and think and whatever. Maybe you like it, like you like hanging out with us. Like so when people like like say like it doesn't matter. Like I just like to come home from work and like just turn my brain off. So what does it matter? And it's like because it matters to the people who make other things. Like it's if you want people to take your art seriously, like you have to be kind of good at it. <laughs> you don't get and this pass you just can, because it's dumb. You can make garbage, right? Right. Don't put a Star Trek wrapper on it. Star right. Trek was a great few series. They're like there's so right. much good Star Trek that really means something. There's hours and hours of You great can make Star your Trek. own bullshit. I don't right. give a fuck like what is the name of that shitty movie? With fucking Red Brown in it. That's like... It's a space station movie or something. I don't know. Uh, I don't know that one. Fuck. Space Mutiny. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. If You can make Space Mutiny and it's fucking terrible garbage that's just for fun or whatever. Right. I don't care. Right. But when but you make Star, make Star Trek, Trek... Right. Like, Star you're Trek ru- You're just darkness. ruining it. Star Trek Into Darkness is if you took Space Mutiny and called it Star Trek Space Mutiny. Space Mutiny, yeah. That is exactly what this movie is. It it undermines the work that people have done in the past. It undermines your intelligence. Like, have some fucking self-respect. Like, you're not being a downer because, like, you don't think this movie is good or you think it's really bad. Well, like, you're my, just... It has yeah. my favorite logo on it, Josh. <laughs> Right, has the logo and it plays like, some of the music. If, if you don't love everything that's made with your favorite logo, then you're a fucking monster. But Jeff, I just got into Star Trek and like I never liked it before, but I really like this one. Here's if Star Trek was your if Star Trek Into Darkness was your window into Star Trek, and you started watching TOS and TNG and DS9 and whatever else, and you liked it, that's great. I'm sure. glad that it did that for you. Right, but for most people, it didn't. Right. Most people only like these movies because they're fucking dummies. Yeah. Because they're from Kansas. <laughs> Fuck Kansas. The only good thing that ever came out of Kansas is Superman and he's fictional. <laughs> they probably don't even let them read that in Kansas. Too many uh, words. Space aliens, that's evolution talk. <laughs> oh, damn. Get we're, rid of it. We are losing our one fan from Kansas for sure. <laughs> They're not allowed to have fun in Kansas. They're not listening to this. You, you can turn your brain off and have fun in Kansas, so it's really easy. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I know. I know, man. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Where are we even at in this movie? Uh, I mean, someone. They're flying. They go to the big. They shoot. Okay. Wait. Wait. Where are we? <laughs> they, oh, he crushes Admiral Marcus's skull. Yeah. And, and then uh, all shit breaks loose. Yeah, Khan hails the Enterprise, and he's like, fucking give me those torpedoes. And Spock's like, no. And he's like, give me the torpedoes, or I'm going to fucking murder your boyfriend. And Spock's like, no. Right. right. And they and have, like, like, a little, like, well, I have this, but you want this, and this yeah. is a thing. And I'm going like, to blow okay. your fucking ship up if you don't do right. this. And Spock's like, okay. Right. And he, he sends the torpedoes over, but spoilers, there's no people in them. And their their bombs are armed again because the doctor did it. Because <laughs> Bones is still in this movie. <laughs> he was fucking with a triple for two hours, but now he's done. And then they, like... They like get beamed back to the ship or whatever, and Khan's like, "Every captain should go down with his ship." Because he's like super crazy now. He's like 
out of his mind. He's like, a, he's the Joker now. Yeah, he's like, I talk like this now. It's like, it's like absurd. Like, what the fuck happened to you, and, man? <laughs> <laughs> like, the Enterprise is fucked, and the the vengeance is gonna blow the fuck out of him or whatever. But then they activate the warheads, and it blows and up. It hurts the vengeance, and the vengeance is going down. But so is the Enterprise, and yeah. then nine eleven happens again. So. They were, like, near the moon, right? Yeah, the Earth's gravity and brought the ships down. Like, okay, so it takes, like, two days for, like, a spaceship going 37,000 miles per hour, as I think of how fast the Apollo ships went. So, how, like, how... Wait, so how did they get to Earth? Like, how are they falling into the Earth? Like, if you were falling from a f- perfect standstill... If Earth's gravity was pulling you from a perfect standstill, you would move so unbelievably slowly that it would take, like, days, weeks, yeah, you would, maybe. It would take, like, probably years. It would probably take, like, years for you to, your orbit to decay. Also, yeah, you would orbit. You wouldn't fucking just fall straight to Earth. That's right. not how gravity works. Because you're moving. You're always moving in space. Space is moving around you. So are you, right? Yeah, like, that's, that's not how fucking gravity works, dude. Yeah, yeah it's... Yeah, I, dude, I don't know. I mean, so they're out, they're falling into Earth now because, again, J.J. Abrams does not understand how big space is and how far the moon is away. Yeah. Well, I can see it up there. It must be pretty fucking close. And then they fall, and the fucking engines come on at the last second, and the fucking... Oh, that's so cool. They fly out of the cloud the like Superman. Jurassic Park theme place. since that's the only one I can remember. And the ship isn't crashing. Uh, Go watch so, this movie so instead. Fucking, so fucking majestic, and they he, they crest the clouds and they make it away. But the the vengeance is still falling, and Khan's like, "I'm gonna kill everyone. I'm gonna fucking nine eleven this fucking San Francisco because remember nine eleven. Fucking to borrow a phrase from another famous person, nine eleven time. Nine eleven time. Yep." 911 time. That's what he says into the computer, and it's like, we can't make it if on this fucking blah, 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 blah. Are you sure? And he's like, fucking do it! Yeah, I... I, I don't know. And Wouldn't he want to get away they, at this point? Like, that's I what know. I would want to do. He wants to get vengeance. Because of the ship. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I he get it. He thinks all of his friends are dead, and he wants vengeance. Right. And, like, he crashes into the shit. And uh, Kurt goes. Then the Wrath of Khan happens, but opposite. Right. They flip the script literally. They literally it's like, just turned it upside down and read it that way. It's like they knew that they couldn't rip off all of Wrath of Khan, so they had to write this shitty movie. But then they like chopped up Wrath of Khan and then made some kind of Frankenstein monster out of the parts of Wrath of Khan, and like sewed it to this shit. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, Kirk dies. He saves the ship, and Spock's like, Yeah. I love you. And Kirk's like, I love you, too. <laughs> and he tongue kisses the glass. And he says, bye-bye, and dies. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. That would be great if he did that. That would I'd, be great. I'd have been like, this movie right, isn't good, it. so he doesn't do that. <laughs> yeah. And then, <laughs> then Spock yells Khan, which... For no fucking reason, he yells Khan. Which is like, it rivals the uh, Revenge of the Sith. No, it rivals it. 
<laughs> Corn. Like, why would he do that? Like, I, do, I, oh man, whatever. What the fuck ever. Just let's end this. Let's get over this fucking, end this fucking movie. Hold on, we're almost there. Uh, there's, I'm just gonna fucking, like, Cliff's notes this shit, right? Yeah, because nothing um, happens. Khan gets out of the thing, and then they, Khan and Spock end up on a fucking flying garbage truck, and they fist fight forever. <laughs> Yeah, and and uh, Spock punches him in the face a hundred times, just a million times in a row. <laughs> it just holds on him punching him in the face for the yeah. rest of the movie. Yeah, there's a whole and deleted twenty minute deleted scene of him no. just punching a, a. There's one thing I wanted to fucking really talk about here. <laughs> okay, it fucking made me so mad. It's I'm the ready. worst fucking writing part in this whole movie. That's saying something, man. <laughs> um, I'm gonna stand by it too. <laughs> They're like, no, we have to save Khan from Spock because right. we need his blood to save Kirk. Yeah, like, his blood will be there. <laughs> his blood will be there, one. Two, yeah. you have 72 people yeah, use on the ship who have yeah. the same blood as him. Yeah, use the bl- use that blood. They, you, you probably can't use Khan's blood anyway because he's not the same... Uh, he's the same blood type as a Tribble. Unless he's O negative, right? Like, that's how O that's the universal yeah, donor is. It works on a Tribble. <laughs> Tribbles don't just, even have human blood. You can just put human blood into a Tribble. And it works fine. <laughs> and they're like... <laughs> Remember Tribbles? <laughs> Guys, Tribbles are in this movie. Oh my god, here's my money. I love Tribbles. <laughs> that's the part of Star Trek I like, the Tribbles. Yeah. And yeah, why fucking, don't they just use the... Like, I, Uhura comes down and shoots fucking... Shoots Khan seven million times with a stun gun. It's, it's it like hurt him. four times too many. Like, it's... it's it goes on for a really long time. It's laughable. Like, I laughed out loud. I was like, okay. Spock punches him a lot. Yeah. And then Uhura's like, no, we need him. And Spock stops punching him. And they well, take him back. Uhura and, had to do things in this movie for once. And then uh, it flashes forward and Kirk wakes up and he's like, Spock, thank you for saving my life. And then they fucking kiss. And then yeah. it cuts to a year later. Yeah. And the Enterprise is being rechristened. And fucking... <laughs> Why are they rechristening the Enterprise? Kirk, Kirk says, I had, to, <laughs> I had to recite the captain's oath. And it goes a little something like this. Hit it. And he fucking recites the beginning of the Star Trek episodes. Yeah. Which is very specific for A, the Enterprise. Right. And B, the five-year mission. Right. Like, But that's every captain says that. So, like, so like okay, so that quote in the Star Trek universe is a Zephram Cochran quote. Mm-hmm. And he, but he doesn't say anything that shit about the Enterprise. He doesn't say yeah. any of that shit. So they they add that on like later, right? But it's supposed to be a Zephram Cochran quote. But they don't say that in this movie. And also, you're you're absolutely right. Like, why would he fucking like? Why would that be a part of the thing when and it's that's the end of the movie? <laughs> <laughs> and the Tribbles save the day. Thank you, Tribbles. Oh, we appreciate God. it. Like, why is there even a Tribble on the Enterprise? It just there's, shows there's, the there's fuck a little, up. There are, like, a couple little shouts out to TOS or whatever. Oh, like, I they're like talk about the one, the, the mud ship. They yeah, he's, like, the, the ship we took from the mud incident. Yeah, I wrote down, mud ship is the 90s lost in spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> I was it like, is. I was like, did they just use that model? Like, did they just have that computer model sitting around? And they were like, make it that. <laughs> 
it is. Holy shit. <laughs> oh my god. And like I looked at his original ship, the Stella, right? That's the mm-hmm. name of it. And it, it it's a kind of roundy like that, sorta. But it sorta. looks like it looks like a spaceship from the sixties. Dude, I fucking I think if you can walk away with any lesson from this episode of M Class Podcast, <laughs> yeah. it's the um JJ Abrams is a fucking talentless hack, and I'm glad he's never gonna touch Star Trek again. Yeah, um, I would love for him to not touch any of the things that I love ever again, but... You're stuck with him in Star Wars. Well, he's kind of done, but is he? We got out, like, that, we got out easy on that one, honestly. And the actors in that movie fucking saved that fucking movie. It's true. It's, the writing and the actors are what did it. Like, J.J.'s direction was still J.J. direction. Yeah. But he didn't have his fingers in the writing There's some bad writing. No, he, he did in, uh... What are you talking about? Star Wars or talking about this? Star Wars. He wrote he wrote it with what? Lawrence Kasdan. Yeah, he wrote it. Well, he wrote it with Lawrence Kasdan. He didn't write it with fucking Orsi and Kurtzman. This shit, this shit with that Han Solo shit, I'm getting the feeling like LucasArts is like, maybe this is a bad idea. <laughs> like, like, Ron Howard's directing it now. Right, like, why don't you just get George fucking Lucas to direct it? No, George Lucas. What, what do you think George Lucas I, would say? I'm not doing anything. Him? I'll direct it. My he's waddles doing, could direct her. <laughs> Dude, he's doing uh, little films for his family now that his he's children a, love. He's a quabillionaire, so... Who Fuck do you it. think has more money? Like, him or Steven Spielberg? Probably Spielberg. I don't know, man. Like, he gets a cut of all that merchandise from Star Wars. I know, yeah, I would say it's him maybe now because of the, the selling of Star Wars, but... I think Spielberg has been more prolific, and That's he's true. not an idiot. You know what I mean? He's an idiot because he's friends with Lucas and listens to. Well, him. they all went to school or whatever, and now they're they're best friends and whatever. There's jo- old Josh. If you came to me and told me that I should do Indiana Jones five, <laughs> yeah, we'd be done. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know why I we wouldn't I- be done, but I'd be like, nah, we're not doing that. I I think I think you heard it here first, people. I think that. Uh, Han Solo, what's his name? Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford wants to die as all these characters, and I think he's gonna have Indiana Jones die. But well, he's obsessed with death. He he just wants. I think he likes to see those characters die because he likes like the sick pleasure of the fans knowing Jesus. they're dead. You know, Jesus, because he's he hates doing this shit. You know what the problem with Skyrim is these days? Everyone's <laughs> obsessed with death. <laughs> Who says that? There's a dude standing outside Bellathor's good shop. He says that every time I ever walk past oh, him. Oh, Bellathor. Side note, Bellathor can suck my dick. What an we, asshole. We fucked him up in my game. Did you? <laughs> he's bugged. I can't sell anything to him. He Dude. died and I brought him back and he's bugged. <laughs> Don't play God. Oh, yeah. Josh streams, by the way. Yeah, I stream. <laughs> Go to his stream. It's the it's continue show. Twitch.tv slash continue show. It's, I'm, a, I'm a mod. You're modding for me. I've never modded once, but you're a great I'm, mod. I'm a mod. You're great at it. I'm, I like it's better when you're there. Seriously, like I oh, don't. Thanks, man. I don't like to do it without you or and and Frank is there too. He's great too. He's a good dude. Yeah. Uh, that's neither here nor there. I wanna I wanna talk about Star Trek, right? Because <laughs> it's our podcast, but more specifically, yeah. Uh, what Star Trek means? Yeah. Like people turn their nose up at that, right? That Star Trek has like a deeper meaning. People are like, oh, it's just a dumb TV show. 
Yeah, that's what idiots would think. Yeah. Star Trek has a meaning to it, and if you go through the history of Star Trek from TOS to the end of probably even Enterprise, I haven't really watched much Enterprise, but yeah, no Enterprise for sure. They hit they hit that shit hard. Yeah, if you go from the beginning of TOS to the end of Enterprise, the there are moral lessons to be learned throughout all of it, and yeah. all of them point you towards being a better human being. Yeah, like growing beyond what we are now, right into what we could be. Right, imagine a world like, like not to sound like John Lennon, but like imagine a world where like everyone was just a little more self-aware about how it the yeah. things they did affected people. A like, little bit more compassionate. Yeah. More more empathetic. Right, right. Compassion, definitely. And that's the Star Trek future. But in these movies, it's not. It's it's exactly like the present. There's just better technology. Right. There's. There's even better technology than Star Trek has. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's, it's technology... Like, the fact that we've come so far technologically in the Star Trek 2009 universe mm-hmm. is absolutely pointless if we didn't grow with it. Right. And the vision of the future that's supposed to be intrinsic to Star Trek just doesn't exist. In yeah, there's no point. There's no point to having that... I think part of the thing with Star Trek and, like, the technology is that, like, we don't marvel... Like, the characters in Star Trek don't marvel at the technology because, like, that's not the point of their existence. No, it's everyday shit. Right. The point of their existence is to better themselves. And it sounds stupid and mantra-y, but it's, like... It's true. Right. Is the thing. That's the purpose of the series. What if you could wake up every day better, like... Wouldn't you do that? <laughs> like, I don't understand. Star Trek has that built into it. And, like, the thing about Star Trek that I've always loved is that problems aren't always solved with explosions and guns. They're right. almost always solved through diplomacy, through empathy, through compassion. Right. Through figuring out a better way to solve right. a problem. Even but if that means that they die, right? Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like, they're out there to die for this idea. Like, the prime directive. Like, you'll just die because you can't fuck with these, like, civilizations. Like, you, you'll die for your job, and that's... You can't play God. Right. You're not That's what God. the prime directive is about. Right. Like, people often question that. And, I mean, there are situations where it's easily questionable. Sure. But... The Prime Directive's purpose is so that the Federation doesn't become like somebody like the Cardassians or somebody or like the, the Klingons, Dominion. Yeah. The Dominion's a much better example. Yeah, the Dominion are, are like the anti-Federation, yeah. for sure. Where you're like, you become this like god that can be benevolent or like right. not. Right. You can be and, a wrathful god. Yeah, at like a whim. And suddenly you have this whole civilization of people who completely depend on you to continue. right. right. And you create this, like, horrible situation for these people where they think they're getting the best of stuff because you're hand-feeding them. Right, but they're not earning it. They're not They're not a part of anything. They're just slaves. Yeah. Even if you're not using them for slave labor, if you take right. anything that they create in return... They're ideological are. slaves. Yeah. At, at best, really. The Prime Directive <laughs> serves a really important purpose, and they break it all the time in these movies, and it doesn't matter. Which is uh, one of my problems in Voyager, is that it gets broken all the fucking time. Yeah, they break it a lot in Voyager. 
Yeah, just Voyager. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that. Oh, um, Voyager. The ship can land because they have to do things. They gotta land on a planet. Every now and then you gotta land. <laughs> I don't know why, but they do. Sure, fuck it, I guess. <laughs> we have transporters and fucking uh, shuttlecraft and whatever. But, but land we the gotta ship. land. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's Into Darkness is garbage. Like if I ever say that anything in Voyager is the worst, someone this please remind worst. me yeah, about no. Into Darkness. This this is not only the worst Star Trek movie by a mile. Oh yeah. This is one of the worst movies of the 21st century. Like I could probably agree with that. In the 13 years of the 21st century when this movie came out, this is one of the worst. Another one being Mission Impossible 3, which is also directed and written by J.J. Abrams. He's I've a never fucking seen it. he's he's terrible. Like I don't understand. He's a Michael Bay. He's like lowest common denominator. Idiots love him. He's like the nerds Michael Bay. Yeah, Michael Bay is for like Jockey, yeah, for frats, people. yeah, for frat and, dudes. J.J. Uh, Abrams is for nerds, and right. the thing about ner- like for geeks anyway, right? Yes. Because the thing about being a geek is you're not, you don't have to be smart to be a geek. You yeah, just like he- to like things. Here's the thing that they're doing to you, the, the audience, you out there listening. They are separating and sectionalizing and dissecting us into media markets all the time. Oh yeah. So they're doing it now, even though you think you're getting all these fun movies that you love, and when you were a kid, you were like, what about Thor? Like, what about there's a Thor movie? Like, they're they're manipulating you <laughs> to like this stuff. There's a... There's this fucking thing, right? I talk about it all the time. I make a joke about it all the time. Like, my favorite logo's on it. Yeah. So it's good. I have to like it. I have and that's, to. That is a legitimate attitude people have. It and sucks, man. I hate that. I, I really know. do. Like, if you like something that's bad, that's fine. But you can't get mad at me for saying it's bad. Right. It, there are there are things that are actually... Like, that's not an opinion. Like, there are things that are just not good. Like, that's... It, like, you went to art school. I went to film school, which is, like, art school. Like, yeah. you can make a bad thing, and they're going to tell you about it. <laughs> like, that's what art school there is. There are core values that have to right. exist. And, right. like, if you're making a painting... You have to have like a, a framework. skill, right? You're right. You're like, yeah, you have to, to have be, a framework yeah. behind it. You can't just shit all over a canvas unless you're already famous as like a ex president, right. per se. <laughs> sure, like George Bush. Yeah, yeah. like George yeah. W. Yeah. Although his paintings are better than like Paul McCartney's paintings are. Yeah, yeah. Paul McCartney's are pretty not good. Yeah, but he was a Beatle, so people will pay millions. They're a lot of money. Yeah, but. Yeah. And I guess that's J.J. Abrams. He just, like, shits on a canvas and gets yeah. millions for it because he's J.J. Abrams. I don't know what he did or what he does to get people to let him do things. I don't know. He must suck a oh, mean dick, dude. Cause dude. If he wants to sponsor this podcast and have us take all this back, then he better be sucking <laughs> a real mean dick. I would never take it back. No. I'd tell him I would and then I wouldn't because that's the kind of guy I am. <laughs> That's the that's the M class prime directive. <laughs> never JJ Abrams, just never Abrams. Never Abrams. That is the M class podcast prime directive. We could. Be- <laughs> oh my god! It's. I feel like we've said everything that needs to be said about these terrible fucking movies. We went all yeah. the way through this movie as best as I could. I know I jumped around, but holy shit, I had to. And I'm sure you all understand. Yeah, I uh, I think we did better than I thought we were going to do, honestly. Yeah, 
I gotta agree. I thought we were gonna be stumbling around pretty damn bad. I mean, this movie is dog shit to the tenth degree. Like, this it, is an unbelievable pile of shit. It had to be the booze, I think. Well, let's just drink all the time. <laughs> yeah, we'll just drink during everyone. Fuck it. Whatever. I probably won't. What are you, let's... my mom? Get out of here! <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, mom! I'm like Captain Kirk. I like to drink a lot. Ugh. I like to drink a lot and fuck cats. I want to fuck a cat. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe two. Uh, so you know what? I think we'll call it here. Yeah, we're going to do another email episode. Yeah, we're doing an email-only episode, a little follow-up to this. Uh, yeah. We'll probably just record it right after this, so you'll get it soon. I have to whiz hard, though. Well, we'll have a break. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know what? If you'd like your emails read on uh, not this show, but the one that's coming after this one, yeah, then you can send it in to mclassemail at gmail.com, or you can follow us on Twitter at mclasspodcast. There it is. Uh, here's your John Larroquette fun fact of the week. Oh shit, oh shit, it's finally here. <laughs> Keep waiting for that next episode of M-Class. It's gonna be a good one. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. I fucking phoned it in right at the end. Oh, how interesting. <laughs> <laughs> There's no fun facts for End of Darkness. The fun fact... The the John Larroquette fun fact of the week was that Mickey from Doctor Who was that's in this it. movie. That's you're right. That's, that's it. That's the John that Larroquette fun fact of the week. You're right. How interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody, and we'll see you on the next one. See ya. Bye. Bye.